What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. The only thing that I want to do or have, I want to be able to go to a bar for some reason late at night. You can do that already. Yeah, I know I've done that before, but I have really nobody in there and have the bartender in there. Typical thing we talk about. What's troubling you, buddy? But I don't need it. I want to be able to purchase a whole bottle of whiskey and just sit there with the bottle. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. Could I don't you th- do that before or I, is that just a bullshit thing? No, 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 no. Uh, you know, I'm sure you could. You have to understand, you have to like really delve into the history of like the temperance movement and how things changed from about 1890 to Prohibition in 1914? No. When was it? 19 something or other. It was 19... Ah, it was only 13 years, and it was 1933 when it was repealed. So what? 20, 1920. Right, so about 1890 to about 1920. Yeah, the temperance movement, you had you already had it wasn't just like one day alcohol was legal everywhere in all fifty states. It took a while. And then the next day it was illegal in all fifty states. It actually there were a whole bunch of states that that criminalized alcohol consumption and manufacture. And then it eventually just went the you know, to the somebody introduced a bill and they said, Okay, this is it. We're no longer no longer gonna have alcohol or it's no longer gonna be legal. But when, so everything, there was a lot of things that were really, really different early, early on in American history when it came to alcohol and substances. The government was basically out of it. They did want their taxes, but other than that, that that's it. Your story's become tiresome. Has it? All I want to do is go to a bar and get the whole bottle and have it sit in front of me and I can pour my own fucking Boy, drinks. you're a detestable cuss today, aren't you? <laughs> you should drink some coffee, take some happy mean, pills. Actually, you're... you're your story is not tiresome. I'm just want to. You, you still kind of see that in not very old movies. That's not true though. You can't really do that. You can't really do that because of container laws and consumption laws, and those happened after prohibition. I'm sorry, it was so tiresome. <laughs> just, I was trying like to explain on, to you why that was once possible, and that's why you see it depicted. Just like on, and now it's not possible. I was explaining to you why. I don't have that many years. You left, asked though. a fucking question. <laughs> I know you've got like three to five good years left. I understand that. <laughs> the average, you know. The, so, but what I'm saying is this: Can you? Can can a bartender? No. <laughs> no. Can can you? I I, I feel like you've already been uh, overserved. <laughs> Just in general, in your entire life, your you've entire been over- life. I'm sorry, so we're not going to serve so you. We're not serving you. I'm not adding one drink. No, no, you've been overserved. No, you've been overserved your entire life, and we're You're tired. You're done. Of it. You're done. Actually, you should drink more. <laughs> it mellows him out, people. Like it really, it it's just so funny to me. I don't think it has the same positive effect that it did before. I don't know before what. Before what? Before I, you were an intense person. I know, which is a every, race car running in the all, red all, all the day, every day since you were what twelve? <laughs> Probably so. No, but here's the question: If you were there and, and the bartender knew, kind of knew you, and you're gonna be just hammering down some whiskey. Uh, could they leave the bottle on the bar? Not for you to pour yourself. Not on the. They wouldn't leave it on the bar. You have what's called a barrier. Uh, okay. You have you have in, when it comes to alcohol service establishments. Let me know if this becomes too tiresome for you. But you asked a fucking question. I'm ready to push the tire button right now. Oh, Go ahead. <laughs> you need a button. You do need. <clears throat> and that's it. You're done. You're done. Everybody, <laughs> go to Wikipedia. Read it. No, there's a barrier. No, so you have a barrier in uh, alcohol consumption establishments. You have a barrier between, uh, like, 
who's 21 and who's not. Some places have to have that. Some places have uh, just a roped off area. Some places it's just the doors. Right. Uh, and that's your that that's what's a con- con- called your controlled area. Okay. And so and also behind the bar is considered a controlled area. So that's, that's why they actually have that's a why, bar, a physical that's bar. One of the reasons why there is a physical bar is also to establish kind of who's doing what right. in this transaction. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but also, you, I don't know if you'll notice, like, I won't walk behind the bar if I've had even a drop of alcohol. Like, when I'm in Blackbridge, I won't do it. Unless I'm asked, unless Tim says, hey, can you help with this? Okay. Then I will do it. Because it's against the law. Okay. You're not supposed to cross that line. You're not supposed to be back there. That is a controlled area. When you, you know. If you have, if you've been drinking. That's correct. Or drinking, period. So what would they? What they would probably do? What? I could ask in a little bit, but now I'm confused. Not why Blackbridge. Why are you? But I know there are bars that are out there where actually the bartenders are encouraged to sort of drink with the patrons. I was coming to that. Oh, this is a state to state thing. Okay. Most, I would say most states you can drink behind the bar. Within reason, it's it's left up. Arizona is not one of those states. It's one of those things that is it really like a Mormon Arizona, thing? Like I, th- I, th- I, people always blame the Mormons. I blame the Mormons because uh, it's easy <laughs> okay. to blame them, especially for shit out west. That is in areas in, in, in this state is known for being incredibly free. When yeah, it comes to right. God, guns and grits, yeehaw, motherfucker! Oh, let's kill these Mexicans. Like that's Arizona. <laughs> That, and it has been. It's been like that forever. It's been like that for 500 years. Right. Except when it comes to alcohol and drugs. It's weird. It's like this, It's like the, one of the quote-unquote most free states when it comes to like... But in all the Western movies, there's bars, of people drinking and hooping and hollering. Yeah, and, and all that stuff. Guns in the and there's and no prostitution. There's no drugs. They're, they're, Arizona's so hard on drugs. They just call it drugs. I'm pretty sure in the law, it doesn't say marijuana, meth, heroin. It's just drugs. Okay. And that's a Mormon thing. That's a, there's a shit ton of Mormons. Mormons get up in the morning. That's the best they feel all day long. Okay. Right? They, they're they not hungover. They don't do that. The good Mormons don't. And there's a shitload of Mormons in this in this state. Like, all of eastern Arizona is Mormon. From, from like, a Douglas big, North. A big chunk of northern Arizona is Mormon, too, because of the uh, closer well, culture to Utah. Well, the second largest city in Arizona is Mesa. And Mesa is, like, 75% Mormon. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a, the. Oh, you didn't know that? Oh, yeah, Mesa. I think Mesa has. I think they're up to three temples. They're like the Salt Lake City, of, like of 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 eras of of not Salt Lake City. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, and you. Can, I mean, I do blame them for that because there's a lot of them that are making laws and have made laws, and they've been in power for a very long time. Not in power, but like uh, elected officials. Okay, so that could be a reason why bartenders can't drink because I've seen this before. Like, oh yeah, let's do shot. You do shots do with a the shot. bartender, and that's what I when I do. When people are like, yeah, do you have any coffee? I'm like, yeah, you want to, let's do shots. They're like, all right, you want to get perked up? Let's get coffee wasted. Mm-hmm. And I'll do shots of coffee with a customer. Okay. Or I'll do shots of ginger ale. Like a little kid uh, yesterday was like, I want some ginger ale. And mom's like, well, you can't have a full one because there's caffeine in it. And I'm like, can you have a little shot? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, come on, buddy, let's do shots. And I poured. Wow, it's awesome one. you're training them to do that, go to a bar and drink like that. That's really good. Yeah, it's called fucking investing in our future. <laughs> okay. Hello. Sorry. It's like a buying a bond, like a U.S. savings bond. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, or like you know, marketing cigarettes to kids, <laughs> kind of like, like having a playground at McDonald's. Yes, it is. Like, yeah, which is funny because you think that they should have like fucking treadmills and shit on that playground. <laughs> 
So it's a barrier. So, so you, it's a barrier. They There's can't a leave the bottle on there. They got to probably pour you a shot, put the bottle uh, on underneath the bar. Yeah. Mo- then you go pow and go, all right, hit me again. Another one, and they'll do that. And they can just keep doing that. But I don't, they, they, at least not in this state. And I don't think there are any states where you can still put by the bottle. Maybe maybe not. So a lot of it come, falls under open container laws, mm-hmm. right? It's And it's usually over a certain quantity. Like, for instance, you know, the little grunts that we have at Blackbridge, 32 ounce. And you can't buy that and drink that at the. You can at Blackbird. You can uh, yeah, buy it and drink it. Thirty-two at ounces is the is the minimum, or is the maximum Ma- rather. Okay. So you can buy that and drink it, but not right? the, not the. But you can't get sixty-four ounces exactly. Okay. It's, it's a lot of regulations you got to keep straight, fellas. It Alcohol. really is. There's a reason why you have to go through training to drink. Be drinking is complicated. Drinking's complicated. I just want to. Just want to buy. When I first moved here, I was in shock though. I I couldn't believe it. It was. Uh, uh, was visiting before I decided to move. I was and I was someplace off of 93, just right north of town, one of the gas stations, and it was a Sunday. And every beer thing that you can buy in Georgia was, at least, I'm thinking maybe it's changed now, but every cooler in every grocery store and all that, it was a ritual. At midnight on Saturday, they put chains up yep. around everything. It's just really awful. And uh, so it was Sunday here, and... Uh, and uh, this is the change even got looser. The laws got more loose, but it was Sunday, and then no, there was nothing was chained up. And I went, "Wow, can I buy beer here on today?" And the guy goes, "Well, you got to wait till 10. It was like almost ten, which and they changed I, that to six. It, now. I know, and it was yeah. kind of it was kind of funny the way he said it. I went because I laughed, and I went, "Yeah, I'm not from around. We can't even buy alcohol on Sunday where I'm from in in Georgia." But I thought it was 24 hours a day. Now I thought it was no, they stop at two. Two, yeah, two to six. Two a.m. So four, a, yeah, two four hours the entire week in the state of Arizona. No, every day. Oh, every day. Every day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they don't day. chain it up though. No. No, they just don't. You just don't buy it. You just can't buy it. Why? Why would it be physically chained up if they know you? If you can't, hey, buddy, you can't. Uh, does it just stop people from plopping on the counter and going? Now we got to put that back. Stop to. Yeah, I guess. Thanks, Baptists. The Baptists and the Mormons should get together and have a war. There was a uh, one of the governors that uh, a former it was uh, can't remember, but I heard in the interview this just before I moved here also in Georgia on AM radio they were interviewing the governor. This has become tiresome already. I know the governor to be you aged yourself. I know you're welcome. The governor whose name you can't remember. Well, just on I mean, AM it was radio, a jerk and I moved out of the way anyway, so didn't care. <laughs> so someone called up and said, "You know what? We grocery shop on Sundays." And we would like to, and we also drink beer and wine. We would like to go to the grocery store and buy beer and wine on Sundays. And the, this asshole, who was elected by the way, said, "Is this really all you got? You really called here and, and held on." He was really a rude shit to complain about that, you know. But this resonated with a lot of people. They went, "Well, fuck you." Yeah, it's not a big issue, you know. It's not important like schools and safety and things like that. But it was to a lot of people because they're like. We'd like to buy all of our stuff on one day if we yeah. could. Yeah, some people only get two days off a week. Right. You know what I mean? And they don't, and they're tired as fuck at the the rest of the the rest of the week. They get Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. So what? Are they going to play on Saturday and then go do their running around right. on Sundays? But they can't get you know get a six pack or su- some wine Sunday or something like for Sunday dinner. Game day too, and it's like nobody would want to go out. Right. And, hey, let's go get another six pack. Oh, I'm sorry, we can't. So I don't know if they've changed the laws. I'm fairly certain they have changed the laws. You used to only be able to buy beer and wine on Sundays in Ohio. And liquor, you had to go to a state liquor store or a, either a state liquor store that was you know run by the state or 
a uh, an actual liquor store. Like and it, each, it was like each county. It's like a South Carolina for the hard liquor. And pain in the ass. And at bars, that we I mean, we may have spoken about this a year or more ago on this show, but at the bars used to be in South Carolina until recently, it was all mini bottles. The hundreds of mini bottles. What the fuck? That's how, yes, I'm not making this up. That's how you would make a drink. That's how controlled it was. Oh, they were controlling it down to the the, the quantity. So there were no large liquor bottles in anywhere in South Carolina. It was all hundreds, if not thousands. Man, I guess I shouldn't bitch about what it's like here then. That's, (laughs) yeah. Wow. There are little asinine things that I just find like really irritating. Like, there's contradictory things in Title Four, Arizona Title Four, which is the statute that covers alcohol for the most, most, most of the alcohol stuff. Now we're really losing people because I, I find, <laughs> I sometimes people might find, I don't know, some people might find it interesting. Just, I, I know they will. Well, it, and also maybe it'll give them some insight as to why their bartender cut them off, or right. like why you why know the what, stupid what, barriers here. Yeah, like why do you have to do that? It's a fucking pain in the ass. Kind of like okay, here's a for instance. People sometimes get irritated or upset when you take, um, like you won't start a tab for them and uh, with a without a card, mm-hmm. without taking a card. Well, I'm going to pay in cash. I understand that, but I still have to have a card on file. Why? That's asinine. Okay, I'll tell you why. Because it's we're not allowed to sell alcohol on credit, and that's what it's because it, an alcohol beverage inspector came in here and said. Let me see all your open tabs, where you keep track of the open tabs, and I want to see how many cards you have and match them up. If they find one, we're shut down for at least 24 hours, and I can go to jail. Hmm. And people look at me, they're like, what? And I said, yeah, here, that's the thing. For a long time, they didn't change the law. You couldn't take a credit card because it was considered selling beer on credit or selling oh, alcohol on credit. You couldn't you take a credit card. You weren't actually buying it. Then. You weren't actually buying it. Yeah, you weren't. So it, was like, it wasn't cash only, but you could use debit. Or you could use cash. You couldn't what, use a credit what, what, card. How long it took to get that long? Like how long? It's how, just how recent was it's that? Ten years. Holy crap! Because yeah. credit cards haven't been around for very long. Right. They're <laughs> a rather new invention. Well, it was just one of the, it was one of those things where they it's it's a, it's just an antiquated it's an antiquated law and it just takes time and, and effort for people to change it. There's so much other noise happening. That's the least of the worst. Kind of like the, the governor, governor dickhead. Said, Is that you what you know, call that, me? That's blah, blah, really blah, blah, blah. your your pressing issue. Yeah, for you know people that bring in in this in this state, fucking half a billion dollars in tax revenue comes from alcohol sales. Mm-hmm. Hello, imagine a, a more populous state like Atlanta, mm-hmm. or like Atlanta, the state it's of Atlanta. Kind of a state. It's it is kind thing. of a state. It does. There's probably more people in Metro Atlanta than there are in all of Arizona. There are probably because the, I think the Metro area. When I moved there at first, it was like 1.9 million. This was in 77 or eight. And I believe the metro, not just Atlanta proper, but, but the cluster yeah. is probably, I think it's like seven or eight million right now. Yeah, I think that's about what Arizona is. Maybe a little less. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so people, they don't understand that. So then they get irritated with their bartender. And I just flat out will explain it to people if they ask. I take the time to explain. And, you know, and they'll go, oh, then they won't question it ever again. And I feel like I did a favor to any bartender they ever get to you know be and that's that's an arizona thing I, it might be in other states as well but that's definitely an arizona thing but it goes back to you're not allowed to uh every 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 single beverage every drop of alcohol is supposed to be accounted for and, which is and, probably and if, not that you, old of a law because i wonder if it's all true too or people like an old post prohibition silver yeah silver mining and gold mining town people would actually you know, they got their quit or they got their claims like oh you don't have any fucking money i'll take your silver mine 
Oh, yeah. yeah people Abs- just run up gambling and drinking tabs. Absolutely. Huge amounts of money, and they lose all their shit. Yeah, or they have, they have exactly, they have a tab, and that's how a lot of, um, uh, what is the Silver Queen? It's the, what was the Wyatt Earps bar? Oh, the uh, the Silver Queen was the was like a paddle wheel boat. Well, there yes, I understand that, but there was <laughs> it was something uh, like that though. The uh, in Tombstone, Silver Nugget. <laughs> no, I don't think it was even silver. silver. Doesn't come in nuggets. It wasn't even silver. You're right. It comes in veins. Thank you, Jesus, um, ignorant wretch. Anyway, that's how he was able to build his business. Is that he he sold uh, alcohol on credit. And okay. then when they would default, he would, boom, Snap give me your, there, there's, there's your claim, or yeah. give me your house, give me this. And he did that, and he made a lot of fucking money. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, the fucking alcohol business, it's such a pain in the ass. It's so it's typical fucking American built on puritanical bullshit, and it just fucking still kind of comes through. Yeah, It's like, why don't we have more topless beaches? I want to see some boobies. It's like, why don't we have bullshit. more, they treat you like an adult in... Uh, in uh, Europe before, like I said, I've never been to an outside cafe that serves alcohol that is fenced in. They just have table. T- That's the barrier thing that I was talking yeah. about, like that you have to have that to a certain degree. And if you really think about it, it's like this is really pathetic. It is. It's stupid too. It's unnecessarily and it's ugly. It looks ugly. Yeah. But then I guess you probably have a lot of people. See, we talked about working in different establishments. I couldn't work in a in a bar. I'm sure because of that, because it's not that reminder. You're gonna have people that are kind of buzzed and kind of drunk, just wandering the streets, probably in their glass thing, in their with, with their yeah. glass of beer. Which Absolutely, I think would happen more here than it does back there because then you're trained as a child that this is the area where the establishment is. You don't go wandering the streets with yeah. your glass of wine because you feel like it. That it's inappropriate to do so. People still do that even now. I've seen people walking around the our downtown with I've, a glass of beer. I've only ever had to remind a couple people, and there were, it was always one of them was Sarah. <laughs> like Sarah, you can't be out here in the street with your evil red. And she's like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> and I'm like, "You're fucking committing a misdemeanor." Get the fuck back inside the rail. She's like all the way across the street. She's fucking 200 <laughs> feet from from where she should be. And I'm like, oh my God, somebody put a bell on that woman and so she we keep probably, track of her. Knowing her, she wasn't even really, I mean, she honestly wasn't even thinking about no, it. No, she wasn't being malicious at all. She yeah. was just, she just didn't think about probably it. I saw just a friend out. over there. Oh, I'm going to talk oh, to you. Oh, hey, about. Yeah, something shiny. Like, that's, yeah. that's <laughs> absolutely probably what happened. And then the other, it was a couple. They just kind of, they're like, oh, thanks for the beer. We're going to go walk around. And I'm like, <laughs> as they walk out the door, I'm like, <laughs> no. Uh, what? What are you guys doing? You got to come back inside the rail. And I'm like, and, they're like and from a more sophisticated state. No, they're from yeah, like Nevada. <laughs> well, you can just walk around with booze in Nevada. Yes, it's norm. Yeah, it was really funny because they're like, "We're sorry, we we've done that virtually every place we've gone that's not in Las Vegas." And I'm like, "I'm yeah. it's all right, man. Like it, it was an honest mistake. Yeah. It's not like anybody would ever bust us for it. Like it wouldn't right. bust wouldn't bust us. Wouldn't bu- I don't think anybody would really bust them, especially if it's like." two in the afternoon on a Saturday and they're not fucked up. Right. You know what I mean? If it was like 10 o'clock at night and they're walking down the street drinking tall cans of beer and throwing, pissing throwing on the side a, of the... Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's different. Yeah. Drinking from the can or glass while you're peeing on the wall at the same time. Yeah, singing Hang On Soupy. Hang on Soupy. <laughs> soupy, hang on. <laughs> soupy. Uh, that guy's having fun. <laughs> 
That guy, that's what I would think. Is like that guy's having a great time, yeah. and all he's doing is peeing. So I just had this romantic notion to be like oh. in a uh, in a uh, in a in a probably somewhere back in the East Coast, right? Like an old established bar that's at least 150 years old or something. Okay. You know, you kind of have to walk down a few steps to go in, but it's well kept. You know, nice yeah. wood bar, dark lights, some some jazz is playing, and it's like two in the morning. They're about to close. But the bartender's got some stuff to do anyway. He doesn't really care, you know. And so you start drinking a little bit, and you start. He knows you're having a hard time about something, and he's okay with it. You know, he's gonna bore you, and I don't want anybody else in there but me and the bartender, and my whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I want to have like a half a bottle of whiskey, shot, one shot, another shot, and then kind of talk a little bit, but not really bug the bartender because he's kind of doing some stuff. But he's like, all right, you're good for it. We'll just keep going, you know, whatever until I gotta leave. You painted a hell of a picture there. I yeah, like that. Kind of a, it's not, a nice scene. Almost a smoky bar, but no one's really there, so I don't know where the smoke's coming from. <laughs> right. Kind of, yeah, so it's kind of, but it kind of looks like I don't know what's what's playing on the in the uh, piped in music, but it should be kind of a somber music, but still could be Claire de Lune, one of my favorites. Could be uh, I don't know why they'd be playing a piano sonata. Yeah, I'm know. like, and why do you always go to Claire de Lune? Why not Pathétique Sonata or Moonlight Sonata? I, Moonlight Sonata is nice. Yeah. Yeah, of course you would choose that. It's a pumpkin spice latte of sonatas. It's like, oh, what's your favorite Beethoven song? Beethoven's release. Ninth. Yeah. Fifth. Ninth. Nobody's their favorite is the ninth. My favorite is the ninth. Oh, I'm sorry. Fucking Ode to Joy is the shit. Fine. Don't. Fine. Fine. That's your that's your sonata. That's my sonata. Kiss my sonata. So before we started, we're talking about that show. On uh, Netflix, yeah, you uh, said something about creative called the Creative Mind. The creative I believe, I think that's what it's called. And um, and they they were just they, out of the box. They're explaining that it's a really cool uh, documentary about the human mind, why we create stuff, why the, the theory is, and what it does, and how it evolved in the behind it. Again, the theories behind it, and that that animals really don't, you know. And they, they said if you were to go back ten thousand years ago and see a pigeon or uh, this kind of breed of monkey or whatever you're looking at, they're going to kind of pretty much behave and do the same thing back then as they are today. You know, they haven't really figured any more stuff out. They got their their migratory ways and their what they eat and what they do and what they, you know, how they have, you know, that's it. They're kind of, that's it. They don't really have this mind that keeps expanding and making new tools or making their lives better or easy. They do evolve, of, of course, in certain adaptations, but it's not really an intentional act. Right. You know, it just kind of happens. And so that's kind of an interesting way to first say that, you know, go back and sharks are the, pretty much the same as they were millions of years ago as they are now. You know, they, they're a good, efficient eating and killing machine or whatever. Have you seen the uh, chimpanzees and the bonobos and whatnot that are starting to use more and more tools? Yeah, but it's taken a little slow. Well, dude, they're they can't even talk to each other. I know, I know. But they have opposable thumbs. I'm just saying that the, the they're talking about the prefrontal cortex. I guess this is a part of the whole thing. Yeah, going on that makes us human as as in our thumbs, and uh, it's just an interesting notion the way they they start out saying that and why did this you know the theory of where it came from? Do they do they throw in there the the stoned ape theory at all? I don't think they I do, love that actually. shit. They, I, they, they probably, maybe they should have. So fucking interesting to me. I need to stop reading so much Terrence McKenna is what needs to happen because it's bad. But that... Just read one book and then just move on. Why? I don't know. 
why he's got great books though. Like he does. They're, they're they're really yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. That for those of you that don't know and don't listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, the Stone Dave theory is that uh, that's where humans uh, kind of evolved from. Just a bunch of dipshits like walking wandering around Africa as they would follow when did, her, herds of cows. When did that book come out? Not cows. What Terrence? Which which one? Well, Ter- when Terrence Food talks, of the Gods talks about that. Yes. Food of the Gods was like I think nineteen like eighty five something like okay, that. Okay, so the question is because uh, Bill Hicks talks about this. Yeah. So Bill Hicks is a huge Terrence McKenna fan. I, know, I think so they were friends. Is actually. that where he got it from? Was Probably. it his book, or did they all kind of they were just talking about it? Because this well, is early on in Bill Hicks's career when he talks about that. So maybe it was in the seventies. Food of the Gods. I know that him and I know Terrence and. What's it? It's not Dave. I forget the, Dave. his Terrence uh, his, and Dave. The Terrence not, and Dave. Terrence show. and Dave show. Terrence. And I forget. God damn it, Robert. No, whatever. The McKenna brothers put out under a pseudonym a how-to guide to like how to grow mushrooms at home. Okay, that's where they made some money that funded other stuff, and then that's when Terrence was like, "I'm going to write this book about the food of the gods." So it might have been like Is the mid seventies. Legal for them to put that out in. This is America, bro. <laughs> Look, you can't even walk around town with a with beer. I mean, you can't. Uh, how can you? Again, that's why some shit is asinine. It's right. like you can. It's America's. You can put out a book that tells you how to build a bomb, but goddamn, I can't walk down the street with a beer in my hand. So you're saying that this book was legal? I'm glad it happened, but does oh, she it's abs- grow psilocybin mushrooms? Yeah, I mean, it's. Why would it be illegal? I don't know because the drug is illegal. Right. Right. I mean, I understand, I understand, but like, I don't know. The government doesn't really. I don't think they do that don't, anymore. They don't, don't legis- they, do. they don't legislate books. I, I guess they try to, <laughs> try to. I mean, yeah, they don't. Ever since that whole uh, with that with that fucking guy with the stupid mustache, Hitler, burned a bunch of books and shit. <laughs> they like, still they still try to limit what people read. The and government doesn't try and do that. Local municipalities. Try local to. municipalities will try and do that, or like uh, board of education or something like the banned book bullshit we which, can't be having this uh you know can't be letting them read about the catcher in the rye because the murder retards in that book can't do that right was that catcher in the rye yeah i don't, I don't know I don't yeah where they killed the, the one guy was he was kind of slow and, and they tom killed, sawyer they, stuff dropping the end end bomb and you know man when they've tried to like i guess it wouldn't be whitewash the blackwash <laughs> like <laughs> there was like wash up, wash i was a freshman or I was in maybe I was in eighth grade and some teacher in the high school was trying to like replace n-word in the book in Tom Sawyer with, oh really with, yeah with black so there wasn't a black so was less gym. offensive black gym oh my god I wonder how many times that was the, I think we could look that up how many times the I, I'm, not, bomb I'm was not in. gonna google that I don't want that in my fucking search history <laughs> uh no um yeah, they tried to. I remember there was an uproar about it. I don't know if it made the papers or anything, but I know that we heard about it, and I we learned about it in our civics class that, you know, uh, th- that if it went to the Supreme Court, it would lo- they would lose if they tried to do something like that because it's 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 censorship. It's also kind of pretending like that never happened, like it was never okay to say that and talk about people that way. But is, Which in, is bullshit. I, I would like to know the, to the degree that um, that in Germany they limit, you know, Nazi stuff and in, in, in the history of. But they don't. They limit insignia. Yeah. And, and and imagery. They don't. 
they don't do anything when it comes to. Uh, I mean, they will. Can well, you buy Mind Kampf in Germany? I think you can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's look, a certain. Why don't you search that? <laughs> can you buy? And then look up how many. Can I buy Mein Kampf in Germany? Like <laughs> I really want to know. And then my Amazon. Imagine my we Amazon. we noticed your search. You, we th- you liked. We thought you might enjoy David Dukes. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. You're so stupid. By the way, he's in that. I saw Black Klansman. I told you that. He, David Duke is in, uh, or his character is in uh, Black Klansman. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. So, okay, so check this out. I don't remember the kid's name. We were in Boy Scouts together. He was a few years older than me. And uh, he was a half black, half white guy, right? So, of course, he got persecution on both sides, like a lot of those folks do. Mm-hmm. And um, he, was, he loved to draw. He was a hell of a cartoonist. So he would draw these funny political cartoons, and one that I remember, he gave it to me. I might still have it somewhere. I'm packed in my mom's stuff. My mom's stuff. Some stuff of mine at my mom's house. But what it was, it was uh, it was two guys, uh, two guys with the the uh, they're wearing their KKK hoods, but they're naked from the waist down, and one's inside the other guy, and it says, "Look at that boy with the David Dukes on." <laughs> I was like, because it was right around the time the womp there it is came yes. out or whatever, and yeah. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I fucking, I will always in as soon as someone mentions David Duke, I think about that cartoon. Maybe he's a paid political illustrator. Now. I fucking hope so, because that guy was he hilarious. Had he had good talent too. Tons of talent. Yeah. Okay. Can can, can I I I, I <laughs> buy mine comp in English? Can I buy <laughs> in English? People are. I love this. Can I buy Mein Kampf? Where can I buy Mein Kampf in English? Can I buy chow mein noodles? <laughs> I always get a kick out sometimes when you. How do I? And then someone's French kiss a girl. <laughs> right. How do I French kiss a girl? Right. right. Germany sees overwhelming sales of Hitler's Mein Kampf. Yeah. So apparently it's available. Yeah, it is available. Who's yeah. the publisher? <laughs> yeah. Who's the fucking asshole in Germany? <laughs> who's the asshole in Germany that publishes Mein Kampf? <laughs> oh god damn it so bad jesus uh speaking of jesus it's uh it's it, oh, today today is. today is easter it is you people aren't going to hear this until wednesday but it is i have a question um, this is a little housekeeping between you and me only is and, this, and is, the people listening is this going to drop on two or just we have a one in the bank is this going to be this no week? this is going to be this week okay i need to know that because why because uh because we have team trivia coming up uh uh, Wednesday, today, tomorrow, today, today tonight, t- right, tonight, and uh, Joe's mom's gonna be in town. She's gonna be on our team, right? She is. I, I'm, I'm thinking we need to come up with a really terrible team name like Joe's mom's here or something like Joe. Joe's mom will shine your boots or something. Yeah. No, we shouldn't do that. No, I'm I, sure I Mike is already should. fucking working on that. But well, yeah, you, and should, you, should, you should see what Mike I, I was gonna do. I'm not. Oh. I'm not even gonna tell you now. Was it the shirt? Oh, he already showed you he, the shirt. He told me. No, he told me a month ago. He goes, "When your mom gets here, I'm gonna have this. I'm gonna have this shirt made. I'm gonna have Wes and Nikki Freedom Apparel make this." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" And it's it's just it's me in the tire swing. Yes. When I was a kid, it says, "This guy fucks." I'm like, "Please do not." Shout said, out to Silicon what? Valley. Yeah. Right. This show. I was like, you know what, Mike? Go fucking right ahead. My mom will be like, <laughs> "He does." Do you? Because that's what my mom, that's the kind of sass my mom would throw back at sure. Mike. God okay, damn so it. It's, so, so it's, anyway, uh, so Mein Kampf, you can buy it in Germany. Speaking of Mein Kampf, it's Easter. <laughs> so Speaking of uh, my struggle, 
Is that my confidence? Is my my struggle or something? I wonder if Jesus ever said, "This is kind of a struggle up here." Oh God. Sorry. Somebody posted something today that I wanted to comment on it so bad, but I didn't. I I know that I knew them before they became kind of a holy roller, and I it was they're one of the few people that is a born again Christian that really needed it because mm-hmm. they were on a path to fucking jail they or needed death. Some kind of and I'm glad some that kind she, of margins yep. in their life. Let's but, let's bring <laughs> this in a little bit. Exactly. You let's start color. Let's start coloring in within the lines. Yeah, let's, let's stay within the lines just a little bit. <laughs> if those lines have to be dictated by a higher power. Fine. That's right. So uh, she posted something that was like, "Jesus wasn't. Uh, Jesus was held to the cross by love of humanity, not by nails." And I'm like, "No, it was absolutely nails." <laughs> oh my God. I wanted to comment so bad. If oh. it would have been literally anybody else, I would have been like, "Yeah, yeah, definitely." We had. Uh, I remember around Easter in Auburn. Believe it or not, because I know Auburn is the South. Is it? Yeah, in Alabama. Yep. But we had kind of a progressive student group that we could use the facilities there to watch movies and stuff. So we watched, I believe it was Easter weekend, the life of Brian. For fuck's (laughs) sake. So we had, we had a few local protesters that were of course outside that were uh, part of the religious uh, fraternity and sorority that didn't appreciate this. So yeah. Oh, Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Fuck them. Oh, well, this is America. But what's funny is that people have forgotten that the life of Brian really, it it wasn't because there were true Jesus scenes in there. They swim around the mountain, that kind of stuff. Oh shit, yeah. So they weren't making worth... fun of him at all. Oh, they were making no, fun no, no, of him no, a bit. No, they're making the humanity and falling around people in a yeah. bad way. No, you're right. But Absolutely. Jesus was up there doing this, talking about you know, blessed are the peacemakers. That's when the whole cheesemaker conversation. <laughs> right, blessed are the cheesemakers. <laughs> I can't hear him. Shut up, big nose. Shut up, big nose. They're Jewish, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, has got a big nose. Didn't he? Wasn't there one point where they call him Shylock? I don't know. So you, that. hey, okay, Shylock. Like, it's, and I was like, oh god. The stoning scene with John Cleese and his fucking hat. I need to rewatch Life of <laughs> Brian. I may watch Life of Brian out. tonight. He's announcing what the what the charge is. <laughs> I need to rewatch it because it's been so long since I've seen it. I wonder if it's available anywhere online. Is it? Is it one of the ones that's on uh, Netflix? You think? I think. I think it might be. Okay, good. I'll have to watch. Someone it. throws a rock and who threw that? Who threw that? All right, to the back. Biggest dickest. <laughs> the biggest dickest scene is still a fucking classic. So my stepmother watched it before I did with my father at the theater. And then she goes, you need to watch this movie for a bunch of reasons because it's funny as hell. But there's one thing in there that you're going to get a kick out of. And I knew what it was when it started happening, which was because I was taking Latin at the time. Oh, okay. And then it was uh, your stepmother pushed you to take Latin. Yes. Correct. And it was right. Romans yeah. go home because someone wrote it. Yeah. You need to go out and write. He right. fucked it all up. So the <laughs> He corrects. So John Cleese out there as a Roman, whatever he is, centurion comes out there and he starts, yes, he's chastising him for writing it wrong, incorrectly. Right. And then he goes, right, that's it. Now write it a thousand times or something. Fuck. <laughs> and it's, it's also something you would do is correct. You have done. Yes. You correct people in, on their Latin, which is a great <laughs> not, turn not on. Not really anymore. No, it's not I don't, cool. I don't do that anymore. I don't Bullshit. know my Latin. I don't know my Latin. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't. Semper Speaking ubi sub ubi. That was a funny shirt. It is funny. It's all in because it was a play on it's, words in in Latin and in English. What's even funnier is that that scene in Fraser on Fraser where the two brothers were talking about that when they went to camp, mm-hmm. and they, they were the only they would, their dad tried to you know their their mom was like refined and taught mm-hmm. them like literature and acting and drama all that stuff, and then their dad was a cop, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like just kind of a flat a foot kind of dude, just a dude's dude, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, 
their dad tried to like man them up or something when they were teens and sent them to some real, some real uh, camp, like instead summer, of like a summer you know, camp, com- like not a computer camp mm-hmm. or drama camp, but an actual camp where you have to do a lot of hiking and canoeing and shit like that. And the way that they coped was they found the other nerds whose whose parents did that to them and formed their own club. And you're like, do you remember the motto that we scratched on the bunk in cabin four? Like, yes, semper ubi, sub ubi. You're shitting me. I shit you not. No, I'll find the, I'll find the, uh, yeah, this would have been like probably, I, I don't remember what season it's in. I know, because I've watched that show so many Wait times. Wait a minute, now I'll, I got to wonder if my friend robbed that, because we were, it was about 1980. No, 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 this was, Fraser didn't go on until 92. Okay, 90, now, like, 92, 93. Are, so that's funny. Yeah, no, I'll have to. I'll send it to you. I'll find the clip and I will send it to you. Or I'll, I think it's. I think Fraser's on Netflix. So you have it. to wonder if but, somebody knew yeah. somebody that saw our stupid shirt because that, that's where there's some writer must have seen it or something like that and wrote it into the show. So in the language or uh, the different uh, what do you call it language courses whatever that you had, I took Latin and you have Spanish and French and German and so I took Latin. But then every year we'd have these Olympics. They would go to some other in all North Georgia. You go to some college somewhere, and we'd have all these Olympic events. The different schools would compete against each other. The different language cl- cl- classes. Wow, that's what sounds we would like do. a fucking party. <laughs> well, it was because Vern Hakes, who wanted to be an astronaut, was the one that came up with Semper Ubi Sub Ubi. Also made a bunch of brownies and brought them because you're <laughs> required to bring. He, that's the kind of guy he was. He's oh my but god, but he, he was the smartest guy there too. Never did any homework at all ever, but always aced everything in Latin. He just he just knew it. He was a sharp guy. And he came up with um, Semper Ubi Sub Ubi. So Mrs. Frank, that was her name, uh, said, always wear underwear. Because it had a guy, a picture of a guy with a toga. Yeah. And, and uh, that was hilarious. And that was, like I said, And also, folks, it's a, it's a play on words in Latin, which is yes. double fucking nerdy. It is. It was f- <laughs> it, it's always wear, but where? Like yeah, W-H. Wear. Yeah, yes. W-H-E-R-E, always wear underwear. Semper is always uh, Ubi under. Or always wear, excuse me, semper ubi, always. Sub ubi, underwear. Yeah, underwear. It's so <laughs> fucking lame. So anyway, I, so the theory, you you could assume, right? You could assume that somebody saw that, that knew somebody that knew somebody that semper. Because how often would someone come up with semper ubi, sub ubi? Yeah, that, that was my thought, was that some, somebody saw it and was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. And then wrote it into, that's something that the Fraser brothers would say That'd be a good name for like a the like crane a, brothers like a uh, like a, a corporation or a non-profit or so, i don't know what you would uh through the loom through the loom should have that as their <laughs> logo or if you if you're clothing if you're if you're a non-profit trying to collect clothes for the underprivileged you can oh always God. wear underwear corporation the shell corporation just no. called the shell corporation <laughs> That it? We're taking a break now. Yeah, I think we should take a break because you're melting my brain a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm so all right. sorry. We'll be back, folks. What you gonna play now, Bobby? I don't know, but what's an ever I play? It's got to be funky. Yeah. One, two, three, make, make it funky. Make it funky. Make it funky. Huh. Make it funky. I got to.
Chadwick Boseman. Is this uh, the Wakanda Forever movie? Why are they oh, playing so much fucking baseball in this movie? I. Th- <laughs> oh no! This is the Jackie Robinson story. Is yeah, it? forty-two. What is it called? Forty-two. I watched this in the theater. I think. You went to a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Wow. I actually went out. <laughs> you la- left your <laughs> hovel. The um. No, this is uh, this is uh, in Chadwick Boseman, I believe, and he's also did uh, Get On Up. I think he was Get On Up. I think you're right. Played uh, played uh, James Brown. He also did. Wow. Uh, Hit me. He did a bunch. Just look up Chadwick Boseman. He's the, he's the go-to forty-year-old black guy now for any kind of historic. That's what wow. They, they probably Anytime you need a token black guy to play, not a like, token <laughs> black guy, but the that's what you were getting at. Historic perspective in American history movie. Yeah, he's he's one of the he's top the guy. Picks. Or if you need somebody to play uh, Black Panther, is he? Was he? Yeah. Let's look at the list of Chadwick Boseman. God, I'm sorry, John. Oh, Jesus H. Christ. I'm sorry, gonna try you to can't hate. say I... that on Easter. Oh, why, why not? Why not? Okay, I'm sorry. Lord, smite me if you're there. See? Nothing fucking happened. Oh, God. Oh, gee. Oh, not oh, God. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, Shad- Shadwick. Chadwick Bozeman. 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 He's from Charlotte, North Carolina, I believe. Really? Mm-hmm. It'd be funny if he was from Marietta. <laughs> Ah, there he goes. He's looking up his. I am movieography. His his movieography, (laughs) his filmography. Thank you. Fucking dork. Avengers, Black Panther, Marshall, Message from the King, Captain America, Gods of Egypt. He played Thoth in Gods of Egypt. Nine kisses. Get yeah. Get on up. Forty-two. Oh yeah, forty-two. There it is. But he was on a bunch of shitty TV TV shows like here and there. He was on one episode of ER. Yeah, this guy hasn't really been doing, hasn't been for acting very for very long. Well, he's also no. pretty young too. He's yeah, how old is he? Uh, he is forty two. Really? Yeah, he's forty two this year. And it's forty two is the movie. That's kind of it's kind of funny. So Lewis Hamilton of Formula One fame, he has, will be forty two. Sorry, okay, Lewis Hamilton has uh, forty two on his uh, Formula One race car. Really? He's black. Forty two. Lewis Hamilton is not black. He's blackish. What the fuck is blackish? <laughs> I don't know. He's black. Hey, 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 shout out to Mike Nunez, my <laughs> <laughs> racially ambiguous friend. We He's, were talking about him. We, no, we weren't talking about him. I was talking with him last night about um people being racially ambiguous and Brendan Schaub. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, you know, Brendan Schaub, right? Yes. Yeah. He, he, he tells this story about how they thought he was black mm-hmm. when he was on the fighter, like the, um, the, uh, MMA. Yes. Uh, like reality show. It was like him and Kimbo slice and all these, there's like, it was like Brendan Schaub, five black guys and like two white guys in this one house. And they all had to either fight each other. They train together and, they were, you know, the one of them was going to eventually become like an MMA fighter. And it was Brendan Shaw that actually won, I think. Kevin will probably correct me on that one. Uh-huh. But the story goes like Kimbo Slice, and if you're familiar with that guy, uh-huh. he's, I mean, just big, scary looking dude. I mean, not anymore because he died, but a big, scary looking dude. He, Brendan Shaw's like, he busted into my room one night and he's like, hey, the fuck up. These motherfuckers downstairs are talking about white power and Nazi shit. They're all fucking drunk and we're going to beat the fuck out of him. He's like, no, man, I'm fucking, I'm asleep. Leave me alone. He's like, come on, motherfucker. You need to fight with us. Fuck them. They're not going to talk to us like that or talk about us. And he's like, us? 
He's like, yeah, man, the brothers. He's like, do you think I'm black? <laughs> and they're like, he's like, yeah, you're not. And I'm like, no, man, I'm not black. My name is Brendan Schaub. Do you think I'm black? <laughs> he's like, oh, my bad, man. And like completely changed his tone. And then they like immediately shut the door. And he's like, good night, man. Shut the door. <laughs> walk downstairs. So I'm telling Mike about it. He's like, yeah, I, I know that there's something in here. Some Puerto Rican there. But I really am racially ambiguous. And that shit was cracking me up. Mm-hmm. And it's like funny as hell. Look at that. Oh, Wakanda forever. He doesn't say Wakanda forever in, in this movie, does he? Uh, no. It's too bad. No. I actually it a went better to, movie. I, we were driving from uh, Atlanta when I was 16 years old. And he, my, my God, was it a village back fa- then? Father, picking up a <laughs> glider in South Carolina. We were on some back road, and it was a gas station that was still selling like a Texaco. It was an older Texaco. And they had, they still had a door that was on there that said whites only. Oh, yeah. That no was shit. about 1980. No, 78. About 1978. Jesus. So they had still left it. Yeah, but that's not that long, though, because it was 10 years. When did the, when did they desegregate? Was that early 60s? It was all going on. Yeah. And, well, they so started been like 15 years they before. They started in the 50s, or they tried. You know, 50s and 60s, 60s, I guess. Yeah, you're right. God, now you look back, it wasn't that many years after that. It, it really wasn't. Like, it, it's it, it to, to paint, to not paint over. Like, until there's, you know, it's like, uh, it's like those folks are like, you pry the gun out of my cold, dead hands. Those people, they're like the last holdouts that would, you know, would, and I could see people hanging on to that and going, yeah, I'm not going to take this down. It's going to be implied that, only white people can use this bathroom, and I'm, I won't take it down until I'm forced to. Yeah, that's probably. I what could happened. see that, and it was only being 15 years, or maybe they just didn't. They just didn't paint. It was I know it, plenty it, of places in this town that haven't been painted in 15 years. You don't know? know how to pick up a paint. Do you see the Jimmy Kimmel thing where they had a, a skit on there from? Uh, uh, what's the new generation of young kids these days called? What's the What's the category? You got your millennials. You got your Gen Xers. You got, what are they now? What's the latest one? Oh, um, uh, 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 and Gen Y. And how old would they think? be? What's the oldest a Gen Y would be? I don't even know. 16? No. 18-ish? Should be older. Maybe. A- they say millennials are eight, are essentially 1980, 1981 to like 2000. Fine. Like that 20-year. Maybe yeah. it was that group. But they went out into the street. You know how they do that when they ask people questions, you know, n- name yeah. the capital of your state you live in and half people can't get it right or whatever. Yeah. So they had a... They were asking him a couple of questions, and they went, okay, here you go. And they had some different tools out there on the table, and they bring up from underneath the table a gallon can of paint. And they went, open that can of paint. I have not watched this video, <laughs> but I saw somebody post it, and I was like, yes. I need to watch this. Okay, so. It's kind of funny. Now, I'm sure that a lot of people they didn't show could open up the can of paint. I would say the majority of people, that's right. that's usually how but that goes. But some people can. It's kind of funny. People that you would, they look reasonably intelligent. Not that I would judge a book by its cover. They look regionally, regionally, regionally intelligent. There's that too. There's yeah, a regionally. There's a certain level of regional intelligence. <laughs> Typically, uh, there's a lack of it in West Virginia and uh, Northern Alabama. Yeah. Oh, my dad gets so mad. Not my dad. My uh, my uncle. So my dad lives with my uncle right in Northern Alabama. They live in um, uh, Muscle Shoals, mm-hmm. right, or Florence, like right across the river. And uh, 
I just talked tons of shit about Alabama. I'm like, Dad, what's it like back there? It's like, can anybody read? Are the street signs just like pictograms? <laughs> they, like, do they have hieroglyphics, hieroglyphics and shit? People like, like, I had a lot of friends from there, of course, and Auburn had a lot of students from Alabama, and they would, they'd be like, where are you from? L.A., you know, lower Alabama. Right. Yes. So, and uh-huh. this is way up north. Yeah, well, lower Alabama, the Redneck Riviera. Kingman by the Sea. These are all names that I use for Panama City Beach. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I think Redneck Riviera really sums it up because it really fucking is. I love it though because the prices are cheap. The people are nice. So I remember my father taking a picture father. of this. Uh, oh of yeah, this, took the whites only this. thing. Yeah, yeah, and he had to. He did it kind of carefully too. He goes, "I need to take a picture of that. That's not going to be up forever." I mean, he just thought it was interesting. So he had his Canon AE one single lens reflex. Oh, wind up. Yeah, everybody getting all turned on by the. You know, can I, oh, he, he didn't really do that. You know, look through it. He just kind of made sure he could. Yeah. Click. Hopefully no one saw him kind of thing. But I remember this photograph. I remember seeing it after it got developed. Cause that's what you used to do in the old days. You'd develop film. You mean develop? You mean like put it into a computer and. No. Bring it up on the no, actual chemicals. SD card. Chemicals. To chemicals. Film. Yeah. I wonder all you people have cancer. <laughs> exactly. All exactly. the old days. Yeah. Tell us more about your analog film, Grandpa. <laughs> but then you got to think about it too, because people think about this. Think of all the porn that you, we can take of each other. I don't mean you and me. I mean, I was I'm, okay. <laughs> Go on. And and how all that went. But there were a lot of times in there, of course, that you could take half pictures naked of your. I mean, you wouldn't be naked taking, but you could be the person taking the. It's got to be your bull. Yeah. And and you go to have your film developed. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you might not get all your pictures back. Or, no, you get all your... Well, yeah, that's true. I've heard of that, uh, especially if the person's of questionable age. Yes. Uh, I've heard that before. That was... Um, God. Uh, fuck, I can't think of his name. He, I mean, The police came to his, his house. Because he... Well, people... We yeah, because well, his girlfriend of me was like... Naked tw- in my bathtub when I was with my sister. Yeah. <laughs> was it like... Uh, uh, was it when you turned 48 and Wasn't she turned 50? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like we both, you like look at your watch. And it was, when, it was like, seriously, was it was like this afternoon. It was great. <laughs> but your That's, parents did that. When we had chicken pox together, I think. Oh, here they are. Look at the kids are naked with chicken pox in the bathtub. Boy, that is a weird fetish. But I mean, whatever. I'm not going to question. They're very narrow weird. fetishes these days. You've got to be very specific. Very it's Specialization. has to be brother and sister, no more than two years apart, with both with chicken pox in a white bathtub. <laughs> In the South. In. in oh, no. What well, wasn't in, in the South? In government though, was housing in, and Air Force base housing. Yes. Government housing. Air Force. <laughs> Specifically Air Force. Don't yeah. you fucking bring me a goddamn army brat. Okay. And his Marine, sister. I don't know. I want Air Force cock in this picture. <laughs> Air Force child cock. So you can't. Can you, can, <laughs> the shit that I say, man. I hope people can get through the first half of this fucking podcast because this oh. shit's going off the rails now. Oh, God. So you can't, can you, so now you have it on your phone, of course, and your computer and all that stuff. But I just wonder, there was probably a time period in there where you took pictures of your young children naked. Yeah. That's what you did. I wonder if they do it less now anyway, or if it was a more popular thing to do like in the 50s and 60s and you're, oh, look, here the kids are naked running around the backyard. So I see picture, people posting pictures. Like there's one friend of mine, uh, her and her husband, they run the turquoise place, right? Mm -hmm. And she posts pictures because she's got, they've got four boys i think they've got four boys mm-hmm. at least three boys and they're all just like eight seven 
five and a half or something like that. They're all they're all pretty young, and they're just they're, the pictures that she puts on Instagram fucking crack me up. It's like the I let him dress himself today, and the kids wear all you see from behind is a cowboy hat and like like fake pistols, and he's <laughs> naked, completely naked. He's just a <laughs> kid ass, like boy ass, and he's got his hands out like he's gonna draw. And that's so on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, no, it's, that was on Instagram. Okay, you know somebody could complain and be like, "That's obscene. It's a Which kid's they, ass." But like, who cares? I think it's, is it it's Instagram or Twitter has like no rules with that kind of stuff. Just about uh. Tw- Twitter, I think, has no rules about nudity. Yeah. Instagram does have. They have. They don't exactly have rules. It's complaint driven right. on, on Instagram, which is probably the way. Well, it's how but Facebook Twitter has analogs and or and they just it goes out immediately. Yep, absolutely. It's yeah. like the there. A couple of years ago, their AI was <laughs> was not very good at detecting uh, nude images. So one of my favorite things I heard, I just I laughed so hard when I read it, was that um, these. Uh, the it was the headline was a uh, uh, desert was a uh, desert photographers incensed at Facebook's new AI and I was like what and it was mistaking these like red rocks for boobs for, for boobs for like nudity for like skin <laughs> so it would just automatically ban their account <laughs> and then we get a notice saying you've posted obscene shit and like what sand dunes <laughs> rock formations <laughs> but like i can it, it's a dumb it's a dumb computer program you know right. but they they've since kind of fixed it i think they've got that rock up but there the, in our on wallapai on the back side that looks like a looks huge, like huge straight erect it's amazing yesterday was the anniversary of that and it popped up on my memories of us oh. going hiking up there and katie posted that yeah and i just forgot all the it's inter- not even similar the inappropriate comments. It looks just. It looks just like a dick. It's not even like a circumcised penis. I'm like, ah, oh, if you squint your eyes, no, there's no, no squinting required. Nope. Now, when they, you, it's kind of hard to see it now, if I remember correctly. But when before they, uh, when it was just two lanes through Coyote Pass. No, going to I know what you're talking about going through uh, to Laughlin to Laughlin no, and Bullhead. Going, yes. Yeah. On the right hand on, side. On the right hand side as you're heading down there. Looks kinda like a It looks exactly like a dick, but you can't get the right the, the it used to look exactly like a dick from the angle of the road that where it used mm-hmm. to be the old road. Now you can't see it when you drive past, you see it like a hundred yards before you would drive past it. Before when you would drive, you look look right at a perfect instant and you had like two seconds to see it. And it looks like a giant erect penis and I've there's seen almost that before, veins in it. You but I think see. that this one looks more like a dick. Well, the, maybe, say, maybe say, I'm pointing to the mountain behind I, me. I feel like, thank you. Yeah. I, I just wonder how many dicks you've actually seen in your life. How many know. dicks do you think you've seen? Here's what, real dicks? In, like real in, dicks. Like, like live. In, like in person, like live in person. Like your grandpa's balls. <laughs> okay. So Wait, you, you saw about, my grandpa's balls? Let me start with family members. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sure I've seen my, well, I know I've seen my grandpa, my father. And then that's in a uh, 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 cousin. Okay. Probably two cousins. There's four family members. And don't count members. your own. <laughs> uh, God uh, damn it. Not that funny. <laughs> uh, the sexual activities where there were male whatever. That's a handful. Is it? <laughs> is, it a, is it only one handful? And then a lot of skinny dipping going on. A lot of skinny dipping. Oh yeah, going with on. your giant uh yeah, the, the the big hot tub. Well, no, yeah, there was like that. A, oh. And then there was the pools in South Carolina, and then there was the in down in the, the Bahamas. There's a lot of fucking dicks in your past, man. I, I remember one of the one of the funniest things that happened, George, my friend George Schulberg, who got hit by a car, by the way, 
as a pedestrian last week. Who? Which one? George. The cook. Uh, George. Yeah. yeah. Got hit by a Is car. Is he okay? Had to go to the hospital. He's not broken up, but he, he's all sore and beaten up, and he has some stitches in his head. And Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So, uh... God, who was who was that? I think it was I think it was Andrew, another friend. We all went out. There's a big group, and there's a thing called Tahiti Beach, where it, there's no houses on there at all, but it's this island with a big sandbar, and uh, and there's a big white sandy area, and everybody kind of motors up and anchors and go walking around and do whatever for a while, and then you know hang out and go to someplace else. So we had a b- bunch of boats. And I can't remember who it was. That was it was George and a few other friends, and I was not in this group. I was with someone I was dating at the time, and. Uh, and there's Tommy, our friend, likes to go there and just strip naked. And that was he calls this is my my naked little island that no one really is on when I can go there and just hang out and yeah. be naked. Fine. So they all heard that and remember that. So they were all walking a few hundred yards down this long beach and said, "Let's all take our shorts off and just come jogging back in like a line, like it'd be like in a slow motion oh, movie." Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Was it all dudes? Yes. There weren't. A, there wasn't a single no. woman to be found. So it was literally George. on the whole fucking island. Yes. There was, there was. It was all dicks. Well, no, there was a couple. The girl that I was with, we we're on the other end, and we were. Okay. We, we saw them doing this. And, oh God, I knew who the bunch it was. You already knew what was happening. Yeah, but they're jogging kind of in unison, like I said, with three or four side by side in a line. Here they come. They're swinging dicks, jogging towards the, just to be funny, and it was. It was very entertaining. There's a very fine line between funny naked and offensive naked. <laughs> yeah, but no one cared. No, no, there. no, no. That that is funny naked. Yes, that's funny naked. If there were kids around, that's kind of no. There were no no kids around. Oh, which I was going to tell you about. I was taking photographs of a bunch of young toddlers this weekend. Let that sink in. Okay. <laughs> no, it was. Let's the, get away from the felonies here. It so. was the no. It was the uh, the the kids were all around the airplane event at the uh, at the airport cafe, and and they were in the pedal plane and stuff like that. Oh so yeah, was, yeah, so yeah. So I was yeah, getting yeah, pictures yeah, yeah. with all this stuff, yeah. and then I thought, and then <laughs> Tim Gerlach has a picture of me taking pictures of all these kids. That's evidence. And then he goes, he circles it with an arrow and goes, "Yeah, there's already heard the police report. There's this weird dude taking pictures of." Yeah. <laughs> Well, and even who's this Geppetto looking motherfucker right. taking pictures of Paul taking pictures of kids? And then I said, this is going to be even worse now because our plan is to make these little pedal planes on ourselves. I said, that's going to put us on a list right there. We're making planes for for toddlers. I said, this is now I'm not interested. This, so bad. Right. We shouldn't be you, making planes. You for should, kids. though. You should. You, you should try to. I don't know. Maybe. Peta planes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pedo. Not, not pedal. Have you watched. Oh shit! Now I can't think of the name of it. It's a show. It's a Netflix original show. It's with uh, uh well, let me, Rick, let me go Ricky, the list. Ricky Gervais. No, with Ricky. Oh. It's brand new. It came out yeah, like yeah. two I, months ago. His stand-up thing. No, it's not a stand-up thing. It's about him. His wife died of cancer. Oh yeah. They it's never all, had it's all any about kids. the afterlife or religion or something. There's it, a perspective it's about on him it. dealing yeah. a, after life. Is what it's, it's called. That's, after that's life. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yep. And it's and it's his kind of what he's dealing with uh, and how he's dealing with uh, his wife dying. I need to see that. And at one point, it's a great, I mean, it's it's heart-wrenching and it's really, it's kind of a tough watch at times, but mm-hmm. his abrasiveness just really comes through and it's really funny because he's, and he's walking by, like he goes and picks up his nephew uh, and walks him home from school every day. you don't know, every Ricky day. Gervais is an uh, uh, atheist. Why does that come into play? Because it's probably important for the context of the show. Well, yeah, but not in this story. Okay, 
Now you sound like every fucking atheist. An, an, an atheist, a CrossFitter, and a vegan walk into a bar. Which one talks first? <laughs> uh, right? Anyway. Uh, fine. So Ricky Gervais's character, he's like walking next to the school. He's like g- getting ready to walk around the corner to gra- to get his, his nephew and walk him home. His nephew's like six, seven years old. And this little asshole, little, little fat shit schoolyard bully is like pedo pedophile pedo and he's like i'm not a pedo you little cunt and if i was you definitely wouldn't be the one i would try and fuck and then just <laughs> walks away <laughs> i'm like that's in that's like the, the the first 10 minutes of the first episode i'm like i am sold i'm watching all of this and i did i watched the whole series in two days because it was fucking hilarious i need to i need to really need to check it out but anyway so i was taking photographs of these kids which reminded me of the story where i told you when i was in australia australia yeah when the guy practically knocked the phone out of my hand and I was taking a picture of the beach the beach and, and yeah. just nothing in particular and he he was really upset what I was doing there was no kids close by but he goes there's cameras around here and stuff and I went what do you who cares because you're you could be kids in the shot and I'm going and I still didn't get it and he had to explain to me oh really so what I was doing Saturday would not have been appropriate or allowed at all unless you asked all their parents in Australia yeah yeah that's yeah. But but then it seems to me I thought about that too. I thought so. Here's the, their parents were there and they didn't care. Hey, can I you know whatever? And everybody's getting pictures of everybody. It was Easter, you know. The media was was there, you know, or we had uh, Aaron Aaron Ricka was there, and I thought it almost would be even more weird if I asked their parents if I could take pictures of their kids. I don't think that would be weird at all. Really? Yeah. No. I if if you if I brought Portia to event and event, I didn't know you, you know, and I brought her to an event out here. She was like seven, eight years old, 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And somebody approached me or you approached me and said, Hey, I'm taking, just walking around taking pictures just cause I want to document this. We'll put it on Facebook later on or on our website or whatever. Is that okay? I would, I would say, yeah, absolutely. That's cool. No problem. And I would not think twice about that question. It wouldn't even, it wouldn't be weird I, at all. So- I think that I, I kind of think that that's like, courteous to okay, do that. Okay, so now I know. So it's more protocol or or normal. You don't, you don't it's I wouldn't say it's normal. I would say that it is courteous. Okay. It, it, most people aren't that courteous. So from okay, and I I normally I think of myself as being reasonably courteous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're one of the sweetest humans I've ever met. Oh, blow me, Joe. No, 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 I'm I'm not that sweet. You are though. <laughs> uh no, no, you're a good you're a good dude. Remember we're talking graham crackers. Yeah, you should tell your graham cracker story. Uh, maybe if you if you lead up to it in a certain way, I might. All right, folks, uh, this is Paul's graham cracker story. Did you like that lead up? First, let's talk about <laughs> to, you, you know, being a pedophile. So what I should do is because because we we're, were trying to prom- promote the thing because it was we had our airplanes out there and they had the egg stuff because it was Easter and the kids were pedaling in the pedal plane. I thought we're going to promote. Uh, the airport some so because so kids should come out and be curious about aviation and stuff and that's what it was all about cool yeah this came about because you're giving away your crackers i oh yeah you well it came about because you, you i was doing things for free and not getting paid for them right you're talking about you know joe is a uh i'm an ordained minister yeah and, and, and I've, I've 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 done four weddings now no funerals do, did all of them pay you something no, this was the first That's one bullshit. that it's, well, it's not okay. Fucking calm down. It's my opinion. First off, the first one I did was for the same couple that I performed yesterday. Oh, okay. 
I did it at that quickie wedding for them last year because one of them needed to be put on insurance. The only way I could do is open enrollment oh or live experience. shotgun wedding, old fashioned kind of. kind of kind of shotgun. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> but I for insurance, that it, that's funny. In the old days, it was you're pregnant. Now it's now it's get insurance. It's health insurance. That's how fucking pathetic our healthcare system is. <laughs> that's right. It's funny because at the rehearsal on Friday, it was like, uh, thank you guys for. Uh, for coming to the non-shotgun version of this wedding and fucking <laughs> killed it. Everybody was fucking cracking up. Even Jeremiah, he's like, oh, fucking the non-shotgun version. Like, uh, it's funny. Uh, you, I, I said something like that. Like, uh, you know, used to be if you were pregnant, I guess this time it was just because this guy's fucking gallbladder was fucked up. Because it was only <laughs> like me and like what, like the dad of the, the father of the bride and then you know, your wedding party and that was, and Jeremiah, like that was it. There was the, oh, okay. the only people that were there for the rehearsal. So, which, which is good because everybody else just gets in the fucking way. Oh yeah. Uh, but anyway, that was the second time. So like I've performed four ceremonies, but only really just three. Okay. Because I didn't get paid the first time around because I dipped out so quickly because I just, it was a fast wedding and it wasn't real. Right. It was a real, it was a technical wedding, not an actual wedding. So this time, but yeah, the, the, the oh, that's funny. Like the two ladies fighting over it. Like the, oh, yeah. yeah, but I got, but yeah. you, you said if you have these skills or you have this skill set, you should be yeah. charging for it. it Don't took, give away it your graham you so, crackers. It took you some time and it, it took you uh, time to get your, to be ordained. And then you, a little bit of effort and yeah, a little that. bit of effort. And you got to go there and you, you take some time out of your Saturday and time is money on some, right. almost every level. And, and I, I started, I said, you quit giving away your graham crackers. You said, what the heck? I said, we didn't talk about my graham crackers. And he said, no. Fine. So here's a grandfather story. So my father would tell me this all the time too when I was having my own business or make sure I was charging appropriately for the services that I would do and I would always try to justify going cheaper with it, which is not what you want to do. People usually justify going try to justify going more. But you don't you're not a gouging type of person. No, but I am trying to always figure out now with our skill level and the market where we are now, what what are we worth and what we do? And you kind of want to be you want to be fair. You know, you, you there's a price or supply and demand mm -hmm. where the curves cross. That's what the price is supposed to be and blah, 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 blah. And that's economics 101. And you ever seen a <laughs> story has become tiresome. Yeah. You ever... <laughs> that was from sprockets. If you've seen the sprockets. sprockets. Yeah. The, uh, you haven't seen, uh, that, that's what, that, that's what comes was that an old radio time. show or no, something. It's, no, it's, it's SNL. It's Mike Myers who acts like he's a German. He's in that, in that stretch black thing. And he's, here we oh, are, sprockets when we dance. Sprockets when we dance. Yes. You've seen that uh, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So sometimes they'll say, "Oh, so explain to me your business of what you're doing, whatever." They, and the the guy will have like three or four words, and you, your talk, your story has become tiresome. You dick. <laughs> I thought you were just being a real dickhead, but well, now I you're was. just like you just went way overboard with the dickheadedness because you use sprockets my, uh, sprockets against me. <laughs> it's not fair. Can I touch your monkey? Remember that Can one? I May I touch your monkey? Would you like to touch my monkey? <laughs> I do remember this. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, supply, demand, curve, that's with a point, whatever. Got to get a fair price for everything. And uh, so my father says, quit giving away your crackers. And I knew what that meant because for all my life I grew up hearing my Graham cracker story. So my father was in the Air Force. This is a Little Rock Air Force base. And I was uh, waiting for him to come home from whatever. And he's with his whole crew. And it's like three or four of them standing out there in the front yard. Pretty sure it was a front yard or driveway, let's say. So I go running out. Hey, Dad, and I've got a little handful of sta little small stack of graham crackers. And uh, so I'm standing there listening, trying to listen, I guess. And I was reasonably polite. And uh, 
And uh, so one of the guys says, hey, Paul, you know, can I have a graham cracker? Which he really didn't care to have one. He was just being friendly. Like, but these Air Force guys don't really want a graham cracker yeah. from a sweaty kid's hands. I'm Okay, fair enough. That, yeah, yeah, they can get good, high-quality Air Force graham crackers. Graham crackers yeah. <laughs> so I hand him a graham I have, a, I don't know, three or four, whatever. So I hand him a graham cracker. So they're talking more about Air Force, airplanesy stuff. And, uh, and then uh, a few minutes later, another one asks, hey, Paul, well, can I have a graham cracker? So I look at my graham cracker stack, which is now one less than it was before, and I hand him a graham cracker. So uh, now one guy asks, and then the last one, the last graham, and I've got one more left. And he says, well, Paul, can, can I have a graham cracker too? And uh, so my father says, I, I look at him and look at my graham cracker and I lower my head to the ground and look straight down and then slowly hand him without look, even looking at him my last graham cracker. How many times growing up did your father tell that story? Hundreds. <laughs> that sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. Uh, and when I, I looked at the brighter side of it, you know, and I said, that's a real testament to your character because that's how you are now. Maybe, sort of. Well, I get well, to I don't people. Know. Not everyone. Not not to everyone, but to your friends. You're some that. people. I'm an enemy, and I'm far from giving away my grand crack crackers to them. Yes, I realize that. Yeah, but there's a bit of humanity still left in you. You're not completely dead inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was another story on how uh, my father. I'm not quit with the, the air. This is in the Air Force too. But my father taught me how to. If if you're washing a car and you want to temporarily, you know, kill the water. You don't have a thing. You can you can crimp the hose and stop the water flow. Right. So my father was on the phone in the kitchen, standing up by the kitchen, talking to someone on the phone, and he wouldn't pay attention to me. And I thought, I need to stop the conversation somehow. So I took the phone cord <laughs> and crimped the phone cord. <laughs> and you were 17. <laughs> <laughs> Probably three or four. Maybe 17. Shit, that's But funny. my father said it worked because he fucking cracked up. He just, he couldn't. He, sto- he, he could sto- not. He couldn't come. He goes, oh, my God. I started laughing. That's really, really funny. That's why I'm stop- stopping the conversation and that's stop the flow of conversation it worked yeah it did work he said fuck that's for funny the, for the wrong reason it's funny funny shit that the little kids or like things that you think when you're a kid mm-hmm. that you thought um like <laughs> like how things work like how things work yeah, yeah like literally fucking anything i thought that when you pooped and you flushed it it went to a different place it does then your pee Oh, I thought it was categorized. There was a yeah at the house level. I thought it went to like like where's the the poop treatment plant <laughs> and the pee <laughs> the treatment pee. plant. I thought that honestly, I, when I, I was could, a little I could, kid, I, I thought could see how you could. I've never thought that, but I could see how one would think that. I just thought pee went into the river. Like I thought it just got piped right into the river because it's fish pee in there, so that's okay. And the poop just you couldn't and the think poop of went it, to a it, something. It else. went to a plant. I knew what the poop sewage, plant a poop plant. I knew okay. what the sewage treatment plant was because it was really close to our house. Like we would like when you drive to the end of and the that's street where the poop went. on Ohio Avenue when I was like four years old, mm-hmm. five years old. Ohio Avenue dead ended at uh, I can't think of the road offhand, but then we would turn right to kind of head toward the center of town, and it was immediately on your left. Mm-hmm. So I knew what the sewage. I was like, "What is that sewage treatment plant? Oh, what is that? that's where all the poop goes. That's ah, where it comes from." Because I think my dad told me or my mom told me somebody told me that's where all the poop goes mm-hmm. when you flush the toilet. Then you're thinking, I wonder where the, I'm like, where where the piss goes. So then where does the pee go? So I just took it on. I took it on ran with it. The, the yeah. pee goes into the river because the river's also right there. Sure, so, it makes sense. <laughs> just, just 
so it also you're probably thinking too that uh, when I grow up, I don't want to work at the poop plant. Who wants to work at a poop oh, yeah. plant? Who wants to work at a poop plant? Poopa. Poopa. <laughs> She's a potty poopa. <laughs> I, here's a funny thought. When I was younger, what I thought, uh, also on the Air Force Base, they were very tall pine trees. They're probably only 14 feet tall, but to me they were... They were gigantic. But too, I, I think they really actually were very tall pine trees, I think, in Washington State. So uh, every time the wind blew, the trees moved. So therefore, I thought the trees made the wind. <laughs> oh, Oh, that's fucking precious. That's oh, even no, more it's stupid. No, it's Joe. not stupid. If you're a little kid, it's not stupid. That I it shows your that. inquisitive nature that you're. Tr- it's problem solving. But this, well, this also shows how science gets it wrong half the time. Probably. What? See, see, I went through it because I, I incorrectly deduced. No. I don't think that's how that works. A little smarter than that. Scientists are much smarter than a four-year-old. <laughs> Typically, usually, I don't know the ones that, that, that deny climate change. <laughs> oh, so I saw KK. We talked about that a little bit. KK, uh, KK Clan. No, wait. What the black Klansmen? Jesus. Me. Are you okay? Black I'm, I'm black Klansmen. Right. And, it looks uh, like when I read it, I stutter in my head because it's because it's B L A C K K K L A N S M A N, and you're like. Black Klansman. I'm like, what? I would say it was. Why do I have a stutter? It was done. It was interesting. It's based on true story, apparently, how they infiltrated this thing. And mm-hmm. it, it happened in Colorado. And then they, like I said, the, the disturbing part of it was some footage at the end, more footage than I had seen before of, uh, what do we say it was in Virginia? Um, Charlottesville. Charlottesville, Virginia, of the uh, incident a couple years ago. The incident. Yeah. It was pretty nasty. It was really nasty. The fact that you call it an incident reminds me of how the Irish called the, the all those people the that died. They called it the Troubles. <laughs> like, really? Maybe maybe you're understating it just a little bit. Or how Winston Churchill Churchill thought that the uh, that, that the V one rockets were becoming a bit of a nuisance. A bit of a nuisance, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the buzz bombs. Was it the V twos? Both of them. I don't know. Who was the the Japanese uh, was it Hirohito that said the war has not has not exactly gone in Japan's favor after the second <laughs> atomic bomb was dropped on them. I'm like, bro, that's oh. an understatement of the fucking century. Oh god, the the war has not developed in Japan's favor or some shit like that. I'm like, okay, he, he that's what he announced to his people. Oh, before he said we're gonna give before, up before before they signed like a peace treaty on the boat. I'm surprised he didn't commit Harry Carey after that. Like right in front of everybody. Like, hey, Harry, Harry Carey. <laughs> hey, hey, what does this have to hey, do with Japan. me? Hey, what did I do to deserve this? Why do they call it committing Harry Carey? I can't even handle myself sometimes. A shirt needs to be made of some kind around that. Oh, trying to commit Harry Carey, and it's just Harry Carey. Like a picture of Harry Carey in his giant glasses, like wrapped up in a life jacket. He's committing Harry Carey. <laughs> We're getting him committed. Oh, oh man. God. Hey. What? <laughs> but <laughs> It's oh, so man. fucking funny. Oh, man. You want to hear You want to make yourself feel real old? I mean, older than when you wake up in the morning is yeah, the. That's gonna be tough. A couple weeks ago was the 20th anniversary of the more cowbell sketch. Oh, I saw that. Yes. Sent it to Portia, and she's like, "Is that Will Ferrell? Because he's he's so young. He's 20, yeah. 20 years ago, you know." Yeah. And uh, I'm like, yeah, that's fucking funny as hell. I'm Bruce Dickinson. 
Yes, I put on the Bruce Dickinson. The Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> it's not the the Bruce Dickinson sings for Iron Fucking Maiden. The Bruce. I, that's one of that. There's so many little tiny jokes in that whole sketch. Mm-hmm. It's just dense with jokes that you wouldn't get unless you did a little bit of research, which made it so much fucking funnier. Uh, just on top of the, it being a funny sketch, and the guy's breaking character, it, like it, it's so funny yeah, when they break it because Will Ferrell d- does not break he character. He's the only guy. It, him and glasses and his afro just kind of looks at him, and you know he's trying <laughs> to make he's trying to make them break character. Yep, and he <laughs> makes it fucking happen. Don't mix this up, Gene. He turns around. <laughs> Will um, no, he does that on purpose. He he, he tried to look at people. Absolutely does that on purpose. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, I was just talking about him. Like to, I can't, somebody said something about it was Curtis Larson. Shout out to Curtis, yeah, loyal listener. He re, like shared something from his memories or something on Facebook that said, um, it had to do with NASCAR. It's like some some oh. NAS, the NASCAR fan actually like. Why is everybody so worked up over Prince. Prince dying? And yeah. you're like, really? Yeah, I don't get it. It's just Prince. It's like, same reason you got worked up when Earnhardt Sr. died, you hillbilly. <laughs> I was like, holy <laughs> fuck. I hope he said that to him. So I commented. I said, this reminds me of the time I had a couple like hardcore NASCAR fans or friends of mine that went to see Talladega Nights. Mm-hmm. And, and we every Friday night, we would like, this couple and then me and my girlfriend and a couple other people, we would go out to karaoke because we all like to sing. But they were late because they went and saw Talladega Nights beforehand. They showed up, and they showed up earlier than I thought because they had walked out of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's wrong with you guys? You guys shouldn't be here yet. And they're like, that movie was not a NASCAR movie. It was making fun of NASCAR. I'm like, how long did it take you to figure that out? Like, I could have told you that. Like, how long did it take you? It was like, we were an hour and five minutes in the movie. <laughs> like, you fucking didn't figure it out until then. And like, NASCAR. It's not like these same people that walked out of the Roger Waters concert or something because they didn't know it was going to be political. Yeah, yeah, or that people, that, yeah, they're like, oh, Roger Waters is political? I didn't know that. <laughs> really? If you're a big enough fan to spend $100 a ticket on an artist, you should probably know that he is fucking one. Of, he is the political one yeah. of Pink Floyd. Are there any other well other like, I don't, I went I bought this ticket to see Rage Against the Machine, but these are they're, they're just so loud. I mean <laughs> what? I didn't know they rapped. This is <laughs> bullshit. What? You're talking about uh like there are political groups like Pearl Jam, whatever, these kind of they're political and they talk and they stop and they talk about some things and yeah. and who like to get uh, these things uh taken care of and care of about the people and healthcare, woo, and then they play a song, and then they play a song that has but Roger no- Waters is walls and Trump and poop and <laughs> pictures of Trump with like a little tiny dick, and yeah. like just like it was overtly it's anti-Trump. Not, You're like, holy pro- shit! It's probably the most non-subtle political show out. It must be. It yeah. has to be. It, absolutely, yeah. It it it. It's, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh. It, I I kind of at times I felt like I was at some sort of like a campaign rally. Okay, so what would you call a campaign rally that's not for someone who's running for election? It's against that person, but not for the opposing party. It's just, we don't like this guy, so we're going to have a big party and talk about how much we don't like this person. Well, the word anti probably has to come in there. Anti, but, like an but, anti-rally, like that, an but, anti-campaign. But like that, a pro, it's not, it wouldn't be a protest because you're like, you're not con, protesting a con, a outside con, of... A contra, that would be like against, contra... A, a contra? A con, not a contra. Like an Iran contra? Not, not those, but you know, if you're contra, you're against, like contradictory... Oh, okay. Like a okay. contra... Like a contra campaign, contra rally. Contra rally. Yeah, that, may, that might be it, contra rally. You might have to throw a contra rally. Yeah. Uh, I was going to tell you, I had some good friends of mine that I thought would 
a really good normal senses of humor also. But they get, I was going to go out and rent Talladega Nights or buy it on a DVD or something. And they went, oh, I got one for you. So they came in and they went home real quick and gave it to me. And go, yeah, this is, this is bullshit. Same thing. They said, we hated this movie. It was making fun of NASCAR. And I went, okay. Yeah. I was really surprised. It's Will Ferrell. What the fuck did you think yeah. it was going to be? A drama? Dale Earnhardt Jr. was in it, for God's sake. Yeah, there was all, it wasn't just him. It was, oh, yeah, a it was shitload of NASCAR it was, drivers it was in the, it. It was the, yeah, the guys, the, the announcer, the, uh, the, uh, or the, those guys too were in it that were in, in NASCAR as well. The, uh, the uh, commentators and stuff. That yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they they and they filmed it at with NASC at NASCAR races. Yeah, Talladega and, at, at Talladega at yeah. uh, and and at Daytona at like all these different Phoenix when they're right. in Phoenix they filmed at Phoenix. Yep. They knew they they knew what they were doing and they knew what was going on. It's not like they fleeced them right. and then like we're like oh fuck we didn't know we didn't know that it was going to be a comedy making fun of NASCAR. But I I just found it funny that, that enough people went to see it in the theater or bought it. Thinking that it was going to be like Days of Thunder, it just made it fun of everything too. It was kind of making fun of Formula. Uh, also, I mean, come on, it know? definitely was making fun of. Whoops, I'm I'm all tangled up. Hang what on, what happened? Oh, oh, I just the cord went around. I need I need to get a new chair. Why don't you? I'm uh, tired of this chair. Just squeeze that cord and see if it stop the conversation. Okay, hold on, and we're gonna check, test, test. Oh, well, I worked. can't believe it worked. That's it amazing. Work. No, it squeeze doesn't. Squeeze the work. hose. I'm, bend the hose. Bend the hose. Oh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Only will you realize with full clarity that there is no hose. That's true. There are no hose. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes. Uh, the fuck. Yeah, the Talladega Nights thing was so goddamn funny, and I'm like, I'm just sitting there at the bar, like perplexed, because they kept bitching about, man, make fun of us, make us sound like a bunch of toothless. Da, 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 da. I'm like, dude, you're literally missing a front tooth. <laughs> <laughs> like I love you, like we're friends, but you are literally missing a front tooth, and you're wearing a NASCAR hat, right? And he's like, "Oh, that's fucking bullshit." And I'm like, "No, it's not. Like, you actually you, are. You are you literally are. a walking NASCAR stereotype, right? If you can't poke fun at yourself, right? I mean, you then you just have no sense of humor. It's the whole, and uh, that's what I this whole South Park thing when it, <laughs> it was okay to poke fun at everybody until they came around until they to came the, around to you exactly. To the uh, what was it the uh, Scient, uh, Scientologist. Scientologist. That's yeah. why Chef quit. Yeah, That's right, why exactly. Isaac Hayes was a, he's a Scientologist. It was okay quit. to make fun of the Jews and the Chinese. Chinese oh, you been a shitty wall. Like the, that. Red, yeah. red, whatever, whatever it Everybody. was. Everybody. Gays. Yeah. Until. Until they came No, around. we're off limits. I'm sorry. No, we we can't, no, you can't make fun of us. Really? Really? <laughs> you guys believe in aliens? Tom Cruise is going to come out of the closet. <laughs> no, I'm never coming out of the closet. That was fuck. It's so funny. <laughs> South Park is so on point all the time, constantly. <laughs> and you know it sucks because I just don't—I don't watch it regularly. But when people tell me, "Yeah, you need to watch this episode," then I'll tune in and I'll watch it. And I used to watch it religiously, as we say, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, but I—I I don't watch it much anymore. It's still funny as hell that when I go happen to go look at it, but this you just kind of don't think about it. Yeah, I got other stuff going on. I guess I don't know. I got I got other shit going on. I got this podcast and fucking. I got to clean Joe's uh, the board. This fucking, let me tell you about this fucker. Oh, here we go. Mr. Clean Freak, obsessive compulsive over here. Not really. I come in, I come into the studio today, and there's a fucking towel over Gently my mixing laid board. over. Yeah, and I could tell, it just screams, Paul was here. And I look down, and you're like, oh, we'll talk about that later. So, so bullshitted for a couple hours, and then we came back to it, and... Look, I cleaned it up. I did this. I did that. I, it, it was dusty. I cleaned it off with this canopy aviation cleaner. Yeah, whatever. I did. Yeah, aviation you did. cleaner. And 
it's fine. It's clean, except all of my levels are fucking off. Like hey. I have it, I have it dialed in exactly how I want. It. You came in and fuck with it. Now I sound like my grandpa. And it don't and go it, into my <laughs> shop. Don't touch my tools. I have them how I like. And them. it took Joe all of twenty three seconds. Nope, to fix it's going to take thing. me at least two episodes to fix the sound because <laughs> I can't hear. God damn it, motherfucker! <laughs> but here's here's the real, just. What are they called? What are the, the, the mortal sin that you committed? The real one uh-huh. is you peeled the plastic off. Uh-huh. The protective plastic. Off the screen. Off the screen. Mm-hmm. One, you didn't let me do it, which is not, that's not cool. You don't operate this. This is not, uh-huh. this is not in your lane. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you robbed me of the ability to do that because you know how good that feels to do that. I know you do because you fucking did it today. It's not fair. Actually, I think it's yesterday, but the, whatever. After, when you leave, I'm going to drop my drawers and I'm going to just dangle my balls over that whole thing. I, <laughs> I will end you. I won't do that, Joe. I'm going to rub shit on your plane because that's I'm going to shit in my hand. You don't want to one up me. You don't want to put get me into a one upping war because I'm going to fucking baboon go. fling poo like a baboon. I'll, I will fucking make it rain on your parade, I, motherfucker. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if they've clocked primate poo throwing and determine which which because they fucking fling they, that they shit, fling it and it's not just lobbed oh it's rocketing oh no they <laughs> it is <laughs> the rocket <laughs> you've seen this where it's it's as if they you sat arm. at my house one day for an hour watching nothing but videos with fucking <laughs> primates like, oh, oh god oh the <laughs> the annoying little brat was it her yeah the annoying little brat that was like yeah. monkey Monkey and the monkey had and enough. The monkey was like, "Shut the fuck up, you little brat!" And the monkey was like, hmm, <laughs> "Dance around," and then it was like, Fum! and then flung it, and it went through, through, it went through like, like the a, cage, like, like a colander. It got, it got split up, like it, it was a neutron it, bomb that went absolutely. in different directions. It just <laughs> atomized it, atomized it, and this little girl, she turns around and she's got turds on her face. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> she starts crying, and the dad's all laughing. And then until the smell hits him, and he's like, <laughs> 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 and he, that was the best part. When he was, that's when I lost it. He's like, <laughs> oh, honey, just come over here. <laughs> you people want, you want a new rabbit hole to go down, folks? Just look up. <laughs> Looks up to YouTube. Just YouTube gorilla throws poop. Monkeys and gorillas. Monkeys, poop. gorilla, whatever. Primates throwing poo. <laughs> Holy shit! It's hours of laughter. Like I had to, I had to go. Can we do something more constructive? <laughs> because my brain is turning to mush watching this. And you and Mike and I forget who else was there. Maybe Jasmine. I think was she might have been there. Yeah, I was like, no, this is fucking funny as hell. And I'm like, oh my yeah, god. But, but now you watch that. Tell me there hasn't been a thought in your mind that you feel like at Walmart that you wouldn't be able to wish this is socially acceptable to some brat oh, kid. hell yes. Drop I'm, your pants and fling it. Seriously, I, I'm... I'm. What was that? It was me going... No. Is there like an electronic sound? I don't know. I think anyway, it was me. Uh, the, I wish it was acceptable because I'm getting to an age now where I just I really don't fucking like kids. Like I like... Now, now you are. Uh, yeah. I, I like certain people's kids. Mm-hmm. And I will probably like my grandkids, but I just don't like most people's kids because people don't raise their kids. I'm turning into a crusty old man to a certain degree, and I just I get I get so I see kids and I just get fucking annoyed whenever they open up their stupid mouth. Mm-hmm. So like, shut shut up, shut the fuck up. Like I should be I should be as a stranger, an adult, allowed to tell these kids to shut the fuck up. 
I think, yeah, if they're going to bring their unruly children who are just out of control, then we should be okay just to Absolutely. say something. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because I said that to Sarah. I said that to TJ in front of Sarah. I was like, TJ, it should be socially acceptable to just knock around other people's kids. And he's like, oh, no, that's not good. Riley would have so many bruises. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't even referring to him. I was referring to like these unruly assholes who were out on the – they were on the front porch that kept trying to tip over the tables. Oh, God. But Great. They're, uh, yeah, yeah, but they're chained down, so you can you can only lean them so far. Mm. And they're like, oh, this is funny. And then, bam, slam it back down. Yeah, that's funny. And their mom's like, eh, oh, that's funny. You should stop. And I'm like, no, I'm going to make your child stop because he's going to lose his fucking arms. I think there's no doubt that I would have, especially when my father was off in the Vietnam War spending government money, uh, that... that <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Learning how to fly. You make and then, it sound like he was just going to whorehouse, whorehouses with his like, thank you, Uncle Sam. Like that. No. I mean, no, just burning was, all the jet fuel he possibly what, could. Yeah, what he was actually doing was way more, way more murdery. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, he, he, he didn't do the murdering, but he enabled it to happen. He enabled the murdering. Because the refueling and that kind of stuff. Yes. Anyway, um, so... But I remember my mother would always be a little bit more on edge because you know he wasn't around. And I remember if we had done something like that, we'd have gotten spanked right then and there. Absolutely, just bleh, whack, whack, <laughs> and, and you eh. knew it because you only did something stupid like that. And once. I wouldn't have done it again. Right, exactly. My mom used to. I, I think it probably took her a while to um to get used to the fact she didn't have to carry a paddle around in her purse. Because I like, shit you not. Like she, we had a. It was, she called her a travel paddle. <laughs> yeah, she had the home version. She had the home version. It was a big <laughs> some bitch that weighed a pound and a half. It was made from an old cutting board. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, it was what it was. It was a cutting board that had a handle. You know, the ones that are supposed to like be decorative and they hang mm-hmm. up. Well, she actually used hers. You know, so had like the handle on one end. And at some point, either through age or abuse or something, one side snapped off. Mm-hmm. Right. So she had my stepdad go and either snap the other side off or cut the other side off, and that was the paddle. Oh it was god. a cutting board. I mean, and it worked. We didn't get it more than once or twice. Right. But then she had the travel version of that, <laughs> which was the you know the 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 paddle ball thing like the ball rubber ball oh, on the end of, uh that was called was paddle a, ball i think it was just a paddle ball yeah one of those things yeah and she ripped it off mm-hmm. uh and ripped off the the staple and the string mm-hmm. and all that and tossed that away and that went in slim fit for travel sure. when you need to beat the fuck out of your kids <laughs> in a restaurant but she never did she never ever did i don't think i might have gotten that paddle is that because you one knew time. it was in there is that is that well why? what she would do oh, yeah <laughs> what she would do is she would, you start acting up, she would be like, huh? And then open, just barely open up the purse yeah. and then point at the paddle and then you'd shut her right the fuck up. Oh, yeah. I don't think any of us ever got paddled in a restaurant, but my, I, I might have when, been when I was a little kid, maybe. I don't know. I'm sure that, but that we were always sure we well behaved. Probably in the grocery store, I think. But I remember my mother's uh, uh, weapon of choice was, which was laughable eventually, was like a yardstick because you can break those pretty easily. Oh, yeah, they're fucking too. hurt. Yeah, but then so get broken, and then I think she went to a. Uh, we had a ping pong table, so then the ping pong paddle, you know, that was a little heavier than. Oh the, man, than it's the meant for ball. swinging too. Yeah, so uh, so now I kind of have a ping pong paddle fetish. It's what I search for on YouPorn. Nice so, on uh, Pornhub. <laughs> I, I, I don't, don't doubt that at I all. I don't even know. I've never done that. But now I think tonight I'm going to look up ping pong. You should. Paddle. And then right after that, look up deaf porn. No, I'm no, not going to go no, to deaf no, porn. No, you really should. It's it's interesting because Jasmine and I were talking about this. And I'm like, I'm going to look up jazz porn. Of, we were all going to go somewhere and watch this deaf porn at her uh, yeah. at her house or something. And then we all didn't. Yeah, I want to watch it. Probably you did. I, I I mean, I watched it at home, the privacy, privacy oh, okay. of my own bedroom. I'm just, just not go into the details. 
Oh no, I'm not going to. Okay. But it was uh, it was cool. Uh, did did it they was, sign it, to each other? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the but the, when I got to the moaning, that was the best part. <laughs> oh man, you want to talk about people who cannot tell how loud they are? <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about people who don't know how no, loud they are. No, it was fucking awesome because it was like. Argh, argh. <laughs> That's how you know she wasn't faking Christ. it because nobody would be like, it sounded like somebody was beating up a Wookiee. The FCC is going to take us off the air. They're yeah, going to regroup. Right. FCC is going to form a new division just because of you. And then you can hear it was so, it was like a Wookiee. I felt like I was, I felt offended. <laughs> Go ahead and do your, I can't do. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part though is Jesus. is like the dirty talk was like because like mid stroke you're not gonna like use sign language especially if she's no. bent over a chair yeah you can't you gotta, she can't you see gotta it hold anyway on to stuff so you're hearing you like that bitch you like that and I'm are like, you kidding me I'm not even are kidding you? <laughs> so fucking Joe awesome. <laughs> I'm in so much trouble On now I'm Easter just Sunday <laughs> Easter Sunday <laughs> you like that you dirty slut. <laughs> I can't. I cannot even. I can't. <laughs> oh my god! It's so bad. So terrible. But then I, I'm like, oh, should I look up other disabled porn? And I did. Yeah, but can they, the guy says that, or the woman, whoever's degrading in a fun, well, I mean, in, a, in, a, in a fun way, in a fun way, in a fun way <laughs> the other person may not be able to hear him at all, depending on how. She, uh, yeah, depending on yeah how deaf. Right. I have no idea. I just know that it was one of the funniest things I ever watched, and I not it was not turned. I it was the first time I watched an entire porno from beginning to end, like a twelve minute porno. Because you got to be able to get through it. Yeah, because I got through it because I didn't have my hand on my dick. So like, <laughs> Jesus, so fucking. So you kind of <laughs> wonder. <laughs> like it was okay, okay. So, so you, you called her a dirty slut, and I'm like, wait, what did he say? No, he's not. Oh, you had to back it up again. I had Listen. to back it up. Yeah. Oh fuck. But then I then I looked up other disabled porn and I was just like this is not, this is <laughs> <No>. <laughs> paraplegic quadriplegic yeah. do they have those categories oh, absolutely <laughs> oh it's Pornhub bro there's God. something like eight hundred thousand videos or some sh- or maybe even more than that I think they occupy half the new server space it's in Utah wherever this is most this, this whole new that's where all the memory is no it's, it's something like forty percent of the traffic on on the web is 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 porn. Is porn. Josh will correct me. I'm sure I'll wake up to a text message tomorrow. Oh, it's from actually 43.7. No, he's like, it's actually 82. I'm like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Anyway, uh, yeah, there's there's all manner of disabled porn out there. There's like wheelchair stuff, and then there's like paraplegic, quadriplegic. There's blind porn, which is kind of cool because there's a lot of feeling. <laughs> like, I, I would rather do that. Be blind? First of all, I'd rather be deaf than blind overall anyway in general, but... As far as porn goes, you'd that, rather be deaf than blind. Yes. Fuck that. No, no I, I, I I could still see and then fly and do things like that. So, if you're if you what have if your you sight. can't if you can't hear anything, you're fucking crazy. No, I think I'd I listen be, to too many things as it is. Like, I there's no way I would I would I would much rather be blind. I've had this conversation with my sister and a lot of other people when I was growing. I we people that are normally that I talk to would rather be deaf than blind. Yeah, I couldn't. <clears throat> I couldn't give up um, music. I just couldn't do it. No, I know what you're saying. There, there's, there's things you're no going to be, gonna be giving up, but I can't give up the scene of a beautiful something, like a sunset or a 
a woman's shape or a you know a whatever. Yeah, I guess you can't like feel a sunset, but you can feel a shape. Honestly. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. So I was wondering about the, the more we're talking about the deaf porn just briefly again. I wonder if if. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going straight to fucking hell for that. Just one. wondering, yeah, I'm just wondering if uh, if if in the deaf community, if there's more missionary than uh, doggy or reverse. Oh cowgirl. my god, because of because they got they can see each other and stuff. You know, they they can sign to yeah each to other. a certain degree. But I but I also think that I mean, imagine so imagine not imagine taking away one of your senses, okay, and then being intimate with someone. That makes it even more intimate to me. Yeah, I, because I can there's see not going to be maybe not any words exchanged. Yeah, that, that's it, it. Requires your other sense to be dialed in. Yeah, a bit I, and I think that would be. I mean, if you if I if I had to be deaf, mm. then I think that that love making with another deaf person would be so much fucking better than any sort of sex. It I've would ever be had. kind of yeah. I could I could uh, sure. The connection, I think, would be would be would be better. Sure, or be more there. We talked about uh, senses uh, a couple podcasts ago, I think, as well. But you're, when you're doing whatever you're doing in uh, business or an experience, you need to try to appeal to all your senses. Of course. And in a lot of we, I think you mentioned this too. Like in some restaurants, some establishments, they they don't give a shit about the lighting. For example, it's too bright. Oh, I hate that. Or it's all, you know, it's just irritating, or it's flickering, or whatever. And that's that's a huge sense that you have. For everything, and that needs to things like that matter. And yeah, just like like music at the brewery. Yes. Like I rarely get people that complain about my music. Mm-hmm. When they do complain, I explain to them. They're like, "Why is this some slow shit?" And blah, 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 blah. I'm like, "Well, first don't off, you have any Skinnerd?" Which I like, Leonard Skinner. Oh, so. good lord! No, it's my <laughs> shout out to Roger who bitches at me constantly for not having uh, Def Leppard on. <laughs> yeah right I laugh at him every time there's been a couple times where I put it on just because I'm in a mood they'll listen to really shitty music mm-hmm. like it'll just remind me of how shitty most of that that shit is I did not it, I don't <clears> care <throat> for Def Leppard I'm not a no yeah. he's a, he, as far as he's concerned they didn't make music after 1988 like that like oh. the, the, that's 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 Roger <laughs> so Roger's <clears throat> gonna slap the shit out of me and then he's gonna play that bit for his son and his son will be like yep I agree because Isaac is completely the opposite of Roger. It's but funny. you're right. You have to have in the brewery, depending on what, oh, it what calls day the of the week That's, it is, what time it is. Of course. All that shit matters. I, I, what, I, what I explain to people is that during the day, I try to play as much chill stuff as possible mm-hmm. because um, it kind of soothes people that are maybe drinking too much during the day. Yeah. And it kind of calms the beast, so to speak. And also, it's bright outside, and so that, that's kind of overload a little bit of a, you know, it's, and if it's darker, you want to kind of beat, have the beat come up a little, a little bit, maybe. Exactly, exactly. And and the playlist changes. The music changes when mm-hmm. it comes in, goes into nighttime. It becomes a little more upbeat. Unless you're Lee. All that stuff. I'm like, wow. You know what, though? <laughs> Lee's got his station dialed in on, the, the, on, on Thursdays, at least, for the, the 80s. It was really, really good. It, was, it wasn't playing shit new wave like normal. There was some really good. New You're right. I was on there Thursday. One, one Thursday, and like it was surprised because it was like, "Oh, this is 1980, whatever." I thought, and I went, well, "Wait, this is actually a good song. It's not the typical." It because right. there are some good stations you can pick from the 80s that aren't absolutely what we normally here. And I think part of that has to do with Mike. I think Mike because Mike, has, you know, obviously has a tremendous knowledge of music. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, anyway, yeah, the uh, man, I can't. I'm just thinking if I had to lose a sense between, I st- I don't I don't think I would be deaf. I think I would almost rather be blind. That's that what I told and, you. Uh, or wait, or what? 
No, 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 no. I would rather be blind than deaf. I'm sorry. That's okay. what I mean. I'd rather be blind. I'd rather lose my Think sight. Think about all the sex play people have when they blindfold each other, though, and then you don't know what's coming next. You can't see it, and you don't know what's going on, and then the right. new piece, yeah. of, piece of equipment would, comes in. Again, I'd rather, I would rather be a piece of equipment comes in. You're like, what is that? <laughs> hey, get that out of there. That's the, that's the uh, Cat Diesel uh, 2400 series. But, but, I mean, I'm t- wrong. I'm sorry, all you heavy equipment people. I don't know my Cat Diesel or my John Deere. You're, Nine nine fifty G. I think that's what that's what uh, piece of equipment. That's know. what uh, Tim has. Yeah. I don't know any other terms for any other heavy equipment except for that because mm-hmm. I drove it kind of. I love the way the cat stuff looks though. They they, they have the, they have good lines. Oh god! I'm serious. The 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 uh, the gusseting and the webbing is the bright curve and the taper and all that stuff. I think it's. I'm not gonna get off on that, Joe. I'm not gonna. Uh, you will obviously get off on that. <laughs> I suppose there's a Pornhub cat diesel equipment uh, Guaranteed. Guaranteed. There's a heavy equipment. There's a heavy equipment. (laughs) You better watch out, though. You might find more heavy equipment than you're looking for. Uh Oh, yeah. Very masculine sort of. Or just some heavy, heavy equipment. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so. So the disabled porn. No, appealing to the senses. Talking about music and oh, being deaf or blind, you said. Yeah, I would rather be blind. Okay. So here's here's my rationale for it. One, I don't want to lose the ability to hear music. Can't drive. I don't want to. That's fine. I can be driven around. Can't drive anyway. I can. <laughs> I don't. I could be driven around. I also would never meet an ugly person. Everybody would be judged based True. off of yeah. yeah and think see? about it. we talked about this. If you've got uh, like Stevie Wonder, uh, how does he know the nice stuff that he has? How do <laughs> he? He can't see. He doesn't know. Oh, this is such palatial. It's a lovely jet, or yeah, it's it, a and then the a home with a view. We paid eighteen million dollars to get this view, which could have been you know a trash dump. Right. Oh man. Well, he has handlers. Like there's people. Right. Like his wives that he's been mm-hmm. with or whatever over the years. And I wonder if he pays people to describe him like a view from his home. Well, he went blind when he was a kid, right? Like thirteen, I think, or something. Okay. So he remembers color. So if you told him green, he's, he's like, yeah, okay. He, he knows what green means. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. He's probably got people to tell him that. See, that seems like a decent life. Okay. If you can hear and you can speak and you can understand people and be understood, I, if I had to pick, I would definitely be blind. 100%. Because, I I can, because if I was deaf... I couldn't, let's say, you know, let's say I deaf and a cochlear implant, I'm not a candidate for it. And I just will, I'm 100% profoundly not deaf. coming back. Yeah. There's yeah. no way. Um, I, that means that cut, that eliminates this podcast mm-hmm. that eliminates listening people, people to music. People are cheering right now it, all over the, it, woo. Like, yeah, let's fucking, <laughs> let's blind Joe. No, let's, <laughs> let's ram ice picks in Joe's ears. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> uh, but if you're, and it just eliminates a huge, like it eliminates basically any reason to go to a concert because I never would have heard, or I, I can't hear the music really. You can feel the music, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I can't hear any of the subtleties. I won't be able to play an instrument anymore. I won't be singing anymore. All these great things that I like to do that are real, that are part of me that I like to do, I wouldn't be able to do. That's true. And I wouldn't be able to enjoy anymore. And I don't want to do that. Uh, yeah. You're, I, I can't drive anymore. I won't be able to say, see Porsche physically like actual mm. see her you know things like that computers will be useless to me but yeah. to a certain degree but like all those things i can be overcome and i'd kind of be just coddled like no oh, drive me here drive me there 
Let's do this. I, I definitely would. You know, music would be, but you you want to have. Um, I mean, I would miss. But you you like music in general more than I do. I mean, I love it, but not to your degree. Okay, not to Mike's. That's why for me, and I would still be able to fly. That's what I like to do as well, and see things. And can and, you fly and be deaf? Yeah, you just can't do. Uh, you can't because right now it's not required to have radio to fly in uncontrolled airspace. Oh, okay, fair enough. So you can just fly around. You know, um, not a good idea, but you can do it. And uh, I like design of stuff to see things, objects, and everybody's different. That's interesting how, because I just assumed that that would be the best <clears throat> over the years talking to different people. Not that many, but my sister, I remember we had this discussion when we were kids. And uh, that still kind of holds for me, I believe. But everybody's different, hmm. right? Yeah. People, there's some people that can't taste anything, right? There's a, there's a sense. Some people actually oh. cannot taste. Done. Bullet to the brain. Done. That, Couldn't that, do it. Imagine that. I had a lovely steak this morning, steak and eggs at the uh, cafe, and it was really, they grill them outside now. If you have steak and eggs, they grill the steak yeah, outside. Yeah, you keep telling me about this mythical thing that happens at that goddamn uh, restaurant, but right. I, don't, I have yet to see any of it because every time I go there, they're like, oh, we just ran out. Oh, we, didn't, we don't have this. We're not doing it. Yo, really? Every like time this, you go. Ev- four or three times now. Okay, well. Three times now I've come out here and we I, I tried. You're like, oh, yeah, get this special. Are you out? Oh, yeah, we're out. I'm sorry. Actually, God damn it. Actually, they did have. It's a, not my. I'm just kidding. They did I'm, have I, a, an Easter menu, and part of that was steak and eggs, which they should have all the time. I, I need to talk to uh, to Ame there and see if they're going to. Because I would like. I like steak and eggs. I really like yeah. steak and eggs. A good ribeye or yeah. even a T bone with eggs? Something. Absolutely. No, it was, it was like a sirloin. It was like, oh, a, okay. it was like a thick yeah. sirloin, but it was very flavorful. I don't know. Anyway, taste. That's another sense that you could, or touch. Touch or, or taste, you can get rid of those. But there was a, um, I think we mentioned this before also, keep saying that, but it, uh, my father was on a layover in Rome with Delta Airlines years ago, and his co-pilot said, because they were sitting down there, and there's an attractive, uh, 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 the men and women there are attractive. They look different mm-hmm. than normal waspy people. Right. You know, so they're, and they're active, and they're doing this, and they're having their fancy cars. They're at a cool little cafe. So they sit, they were outside in the shade, and there were some, maybe the Coliseum was around the corner. I don't know. But the guy pointed out to my father, he said, he said, every single sense is taken care of, right? Every one. Yep. Because they got the smell of what's going on in the cafe. They got wonderful music playing, the sights of the beautiful, interesting people and the, the Roman stuff. The, again, the, the touch, because like the tablecloth was perfect. And, and the food was fantastic. He goes, every single sense is covered here. Yep. In, in a good way. And, and my father never thought, and I haven't thought of it that way either. I mean, until he brought that up. And that's how you want to have some experience or a business or a person that you care about or whatever. You have to, should like their looks and their and intelligence could be another sense, though. Think about that. That's not really a sense, though. But if you could add another one. Yeah. Like if you really like somebody, you like the way they, they smell is a big one for yep. a partner. You know, smell the way they they look and their voice, the way they sound, and you you're feeling them and and uh, and see sight, you know, all these different senses. But um, but then intelligence, like <laughs> I've said, this could wipe out everything. I have made many many bad decisions and gotten into too many mm-hmm. shitty relationships because she made me laugh. I'm a fucking sucker for it. Oh, my, I you gotcha. might as well slip me roofies. Because you make me laugh, that's it. We're fucking, we're it's going like down Kate this journey. Oof. Yeah. She's funny, right? She's funny as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Those, and just, you, usually you're the funny guy 
funny man. I'm funny. I know I'm funny. Right. I make people laugh all the time, right. and I make myself laugh all the time. But if somebody can make me laugh, oh boy. Oh yeah, and I'm reasonably funny also. I mean, I can be in a group of people. Norm, unless I'm around you, you're going to be a little funnier than me. So I got to keep up with you. Yep. And it, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny See, right I, there. That was funny right there. Um, <laughs> yep. But, you got to keep up. Most of the times, don't. But you and I have talked about this, where we we can go to some place. And if you're in a small group of people that are have reasonably good senses of humor and someone says something, your brain is already going, there's a moment I can step right in here and say something funny about that. Right. But if you don't say that, and I've, I've done this before, where I, I silence myself for a while and go, wow, nobody picked up on that. There was a funny opening right there. It was a big wide act. Right. Door, a funny door that someone just opened up and just was begging for a sarcastic comment or something that would be hilarious, but no one said anything. Which is shitty. You should always take that opportunity. Yeah. Any opportunity is, and I've gotten, this has gotten me into trouble. This policy has gotten me into trouble before, but whatever. Uh, Is anytime there's an opportunity to be funny, you should, because this world sucks sometimes. Yeah. So more people should be more funny. Be more more funny. (laughs) Exactly. That's, and and, uh, there there should be more laughter. Yes. Not fewer laughter. (laughs) (laughs) More laughter, not fewer. So why we can I know we're dragging we, we gotta get going but we do well I think we do it's Easter Sunday what the fuck am I gonna do cross burning oh <laughs> burn down Baptist churches and whatnot yeah that's traditional isn't that a tradition Easter Sunday it is for Methodists yeah okay um what the fuck are we talking about oh funny taking the opportunity to be why, funny like why, walking into why is uh. Or everybody thinks they're funny, though, right? Everybody thinks they have a good sense of humor, or someone they know is funny. And you've been around people that when they say something and you know they think it's funny, and you're just like, that is not even funny. That is not funny. Not yeah. even close to funny. I mean, it might be funny to select a few people. Just because it's not funny to me, I'm not the be-all, end-all, right. but I do know what's funny, and sometimes people are just not fucking funny. But there are things that I've heard other podcasts, and I know there's a door opening when I would say something, and they would say the same thing. I'm going, wow, that's that's on some kind of a level that's, funny enough to say on that kind of a national level right and a lot of these other things that people say that aren't funny would not fly at all on, the, on that kind of a level well the, to them it's funny right am i over explaining this or do, am nope. I, you know i understand completely i don't think so it's like I, and, and now sometimes you get mad it's like i want someone to someone entertain me <laughs> i'm just gonna <laughs> lay here and you have to entertain me right okay which you do fairly well for a lot of people and 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 you're you're funny to be around but that also makes me want to step my game up which for kate when i was younger she was funnier than I. there's no she probably she might be funnier now maybe she's had a hard life maybe she's not funny now i don't know i think you should meet up with kate but i but stand by but uh <laughs> i'm not gonna stand by pal <laughs> oh, I, I've learned to stand by. That's fine. Okay. We'll just talk about more paraplegic porn in a little bit. Kate <laughs> uh, uh, O'Donnell. Yes. When I was growing up and I was 12 years old and she was 14. Oh, that's prime right there. <sighs> oh, man. Anyway. I remember being a young buck, 11, 12, right. 13, and being around like 15, 16, 17-year-old girls. Oh, and you're just like, yeah. oh, You cannot my function. God. No, you can't function. You cannot. First off, there's a blood flow issue. Yes. You cannot function. Right. And you lose your fucking mind a little bit. Yeah, I still kind of lose my mind when I hang out with 16, 17, 18. I'm just kidding. I still lose my mind hanging out around a tra- – like if I'm around a, a group of attractive women, I'm just mm-hmm. like uh, – uh, uh, Unless you really know stupid. them. Like you're, we talked about the group of friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. well, yeah, like Amanda 
Kevin Mel and all those. Like right. they're 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 all incredibly attractive, but they're also but you're used, like used to it. Yeah. I'm used to them, and I, we're friends, and I don't really see them as as sexual objects. Although we were having a conversation, it's funny you bring them up that, that group because I was with five of them, I think, and uh, was sitting at a table at Blackbridge and had a few beers, and they were talking about uh, how nice it is that I'm not I'm not trying to fuck any of them. And I said, yeah, I, and that's because you're my friends, and I also know how the big bag of fucking crazy you guys all have. But honestly, push came to shove, and if if any one of you offered, hey, uh, and I'm like, I wouldn't sleep with you, but I would absolutely want to see every single one of you naked. And I can tell you right now, all of your male friends think the same thing. Sure. And like, they were just appalled. Like, really? I'm like, yeah, yeah. You're re-, like, it's it's kind of like to a point where it's like, putting a blanket over a really beautiful painting. I almost got to see all of them naked because I said that. Oh, I didn't mean it as a compliment. I was just, I, I mean, it was a compliment. Was I that a goal I, of yours or not? What's that? To try to see them naked. You say that it's not a goal of mine. We were just talking, we were just talking about the difference. No, I mean, when, in the when you came up with this, was it like, if I play this right, I can see them naked. No, if I say this, it no, wasn't no, like no, that. No, it wasn't like that. No, the reason why we're even having the conversation was that, um, uh, we were talking about how men and women can't really be friends, and I said, "Yeah, you can." Once oh, men, the whole Harry met Sally. Well, yes, know. it was yeah. kind. Of, we were, it was that really. Yeah. And I said, you know, but and then they said, you know, that's why it's nice. Like that's why you get invited to come out with us, and we don't bring hardly any other of our guy friends because you're not trying to actively fuck any of us. And I was like, well, yeah, that's true, but I'm going to tell you guys a little secret because I do this shit. Mm-hmm. I tell women secrets. From the, I feel like I'm this weird, like I'm, I'm like a gender ambassador, okay, or a sex ambassador because I'll tell guys like, no, 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 dude, I work with all women. I hear them talk. I know how they talk about you guys, and about their husbands and their boyfriends and whatnot. This is what you should do. And then I'll tell the women, no, 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 guys, guys, yeah, guys aren't really like that. That's a facade that manly men put on. This is how it really is. So I'm like giving, sharing these secrets in, in the hopes that maybe humanity can get along. At least Thank a little you. small Thank portion. You, I try to do make that. the world a better place. I'm trying to make the world a little bit better if place. You're not going to develop software or a, an iPod, you know, to some, make the world a better place. Exactly, which we're told is what they did, have done. A- apparently, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, when they the the whole it came up because we were talking about the difference in genders and, and why they hang, why women tend to hang out with just women and they might have one or two guy friends, but they're usually guy friends are trying to fuck them. And I'm like, I'm not trying to, but if I, if given the opportunity, I would absolutely see every single one of you guys naked together, separate, doesn't matter. Mm. And they're like, they weren't appalled because they, they were just kind of shocked that I would even say it. And I'm like, why? You're all smoking hot. You're all so, so attractive. It's like you guys wearing clothes around me is like putting a, a it's like putting a blanket over a beautiful painting. Mm-hmm. And that was that that just resonated, and I didn't mean it to to come off like fucking won't see you naked. You have to remember that line. Now. If I, I I should remember that line, mm-hmm. but I was just being honest. Sure. It's it's true, like you know, and uh, but that doesn't mean I want to sleep with all of you because mm-hmm. I don't want the all the bag of crazy that comes along with sleeping with you. But if and they're like, they're, oh, that's not fucking fair. And I'm like, crazy, 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 <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. There are nicknames involved that are have crazy in there for a couple of them at least. Absolutely, there's 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 dude crazy, and then there's like like scary violent crazy. We know which one that one is. (laughs) When she bit your face, and then you have you know you have like kind of. I think she drew blood. Maybe. She she drew first blood. She drew first blood. (laughs) 
<laughs> with the fucking with the lip. So I think people he said they went. What happened to your What happened to your face? Hey, buddy, what happened to your face? And like she did. <laughs> oh, okay. Move along. I knew it, Richard. I think it was Frankie <laughs> that actually that when we were walking into Sporties. I no. think Frank, the, you know Frankie, you know, the bouncer guy, yeah. door guy. He's like, "What the hell happened to your face?" And like, she bit me, <laughs> <laughs> and she's all, "Hey, what's that?" <laughs> I fucking love her so much. God damn it, that was funny. Uh, no, maybe she bit you at Sporties, and I think he, it was at Sporties. He, yeah, well, but at least one person. So much dumb shit happens at oh, Sporties. At least one person saw my cheek and went, "Oh my god!" Hey, buddy, what happened to your face? Yeah, well, uh, I got bit by bit her by a woman. Like, oh. What'd you do? Right. Nothing. Nothing. I did. <laughs> so I can say these like like really, really sweet lines mm-hmm. every once in a while. But I can also <laughs> cracked one off the other day. I, I was just really awkward because I was like, I was in a hurry and I was thinking about stuff. And I saw this woman who's, I find, devastatingly attractive. She works at the hospital? No. Okay. I find myself hard. At first, I was like kind of hard to concentrate around her. Like we were talking about, it was like it was like I was twelve, and I'm hanging out with a bunch of like did, my did you, babysitter do you, do you friends. Know her or this was a stranger. Yeah, no, no, I know her. Okay. No, I know her. I've known her for maybe a year or two. Okay. And so uh, she's like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" And she gave me a hug, and she's like, "Then she pulled me back in, and she smelled my beard, and I'm like, what?" She's like, "Man." What is that? And I said, honestly, it's just coconut oil with some tea tree oil mixed in because I have like itchy skin and the tea tree mm-hmm. helps. And she's like, man, that's so soft. And I'm like, yeah, and I'll moisturize the inside of your thighs free of charge. And she's just like, wow, that is a filthy, filthy line, but I love it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> if that, and that's the thing. People, there's a handful of people that know this and they recognize this because maybe they're similar or I've told them. When I get uncomfortable, I use humor to diffuse it, which is why sometimes when I'm really comfortable, I'm just not fucking funny. I, I need you. that struggle to to be funny to like just yeah. be. And she, and she made me uncomfortable. Oh, I not would. in a bad way. Like it's not her fault. It's like it's not like she did something to make me. She, other than get born and be amazing, I will definitely use humor to diffuse a situation. But that's not what I don't think most of my humor. I think it's it's all trying to get attention, I guess, right? Or something. Well, yeah, it's like the uh, Dustin Hoffman was sitting at a table with uh, Peter O'Toole. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Dustin Hoffman goes, you know, why do we do this? This is in the 60s, you know. So why do we do this? And Peter O'Toole leans forward and goes, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Mm-hmm. That's why we do it. Yeah. My thing, I think, is just a defense mechanism. Like, don't look at me, listen to me. Because right. I was, you know, I grew up like the, the fucking, not grew up, but like for so, several years, I was the, the new kid who was also poor and fat. And all the, like, all the attention was divided. And yeah. You had to be. And I attention. would rather people be laughing at me at things I said rather than making fun of me for what I look like. Right. So like, it's, it's like the opposite of what you're talking about, but then it develops into you, you, you feed off of that. You feed off of that, that, that I, positive attention. I can see where that comes from. I think for me, it's a little bit, it's a little bit different. I still see. Well, you I, weren't the poor I, I, You're a rich kid. It was not you fucking asshole. So I, I think what it, what it is that I want, I did want attention, but my parents gave me enough attention per se. So, but I, I still like that. But usually, if I get a good laugh, I, I think it's funny also. But it's, it's, it's a satisfying feeling in a way. Like, look what I did. I made them laugh. But I, I think it's for, again, it's an opportunity. It feels like I've got to say that someone said this. Right now, I can come back with that. That's the perfect retort. 
unless I'm having a really serious conversation. Right. You know, if it's a dead serious conversation about business and we got to resolve this problem or whatever, I won't. Sometimes even then, occasionally I'll interject a couple of words to kind of just to ease the tension lighten up a just bit. a little bit. So yep. hey, I'm still with you. I'm not crazy Paul here. So don't, which happens a lot in people's minds. Mm-hmm. I think he's gone crazy. Right. Totally. I think he's about to lose it. He's lost it. Paul's going to explode. What did Charlie say? You're constantly bleeding, bleeding steam. steam. That's why yeah. you. That's why you don't blow up. Um, but to me, it's like, and again, I say, why didn't they say that there? Or this would have been a perfect thing. Or, or I've even said, if you ever said stuff before where it was pretty funny, got a decent laugh in your group. And then a few seconds later, going, God, I could have used this word instead of that yep. word. What have you been ten times better? Absolutely. And you get mad at yourself, and that's when I jot it down. <laughs> okay. That's that's the that's the shit that I jot down. Yeah. Like like I'm definitely going to be as soon as we stop recording, I'm going to jot down a couple of the things I've said on here because that shit is just really funny. But it's never. Here's the other thing, right? Because there's never a, a a fast enough car or an efficient enough airplane. I'm just throwing random things out. It's like humor is very dynamic and it evolves also. It's never funny enough. Right. There's got to be another angle, another word, uh, order of words. Absolutely. And spacing and timing and pausing. There's got to be just a slightly funnier. Should, there's always something funnier. You should watch that show called Crashing on HBO. Okay. There's two seasons. I think it's two seasons. Yeah, two or three seasons. And it's, uh, oh, God, I can't think of the comedian's name, but it's about comedians. But the, the main character is a guy who's a, like a Christian, like a clean comic. Mm-hmm. And this guy in real life used to be a clean comic who did the Christian like college circuit, which I didn't know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. But, and, and I mean, they make so much more fucking money, but they're clean. They're totally clean comics. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's trying to make it as a comedian in New York City. And his, his wife, he comes home early one night and catches his wife cheating on him. Mm-hmm. So he this is this a true story? Out. No, it's not true. This is okay. just in the in the show. Okay. Uh, this uh, oh no, it is true. No, that really did happen to him, and that's what made him go. You know what? I have to make this fucking happen. I I'm tired you. of her. I forgot about that. So, so that's, that's what, what prompted him to make the th- it, story. It, 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 it what well, pushed him into to go 100 percent into comedy instead of 50 percent like he'd been doing before. I got you. And he said, you know, fuck her, fuck this. I'm going directly into this, and he did. And then he made it, and now he's got his own show, and he was. Just on uh, uh, your mom's house podcast a couple times. I cannot think of the guy's name. Pete Holmes. Oh, Pete, Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes. Okay. Is a, he's a writer I had no director. Idea that was he, his. He plays, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, but in there, uh, each episode has at least one uh, famous comedian in it. Artie Lang's in like three episodes. Mm-hmm. Then John Mulaney and the, 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 the like all these different people. And they talk about their their it's a, it's it's not a lot of stand up. There's a little bit of stand up mm-hmm. of them actually doing bits. Most of it is them talking about writing bits, how they flesh them out, how they how they the whole process, which is yeah. fascinating to me. Is everybody a little and different? It, and everyone's a, yeah, everyone's a little bit different. But they all mm-hmm. there is there is kind of one unifying thing is the fact that they they jot things down that they say or think are funny, and then find a way to make them funnier. Okay. They start off with an with an idea. And then go from there. Okay. It's like uh, Joe Rogan talks about that. Um, like a situation they were just. A situation like the, the, the what, like two specials ago with Rogan, he had the um, triggered. Mm-hmm. I think that was, I think that was two specials ago. Either way, at the very beginning, he goes, all right, what's up, Denver? 
you people need to fucking relax on the edibles like that. that <laughs> yes, bit, I remember that. Yes, that came from that. And he talks about the, the he talks about the guy who said, uh, "Well, how strong is this? How much should I take? What do you think is a dosage?" Goes, Just start with a leg and go from there. A leg, and it's a gummy bear. Mm-hmm. A leg, you need to chill the fuck out. What if I eat the whole thing by accident? And like, mm-hmm. oh, you'll go to space. And I did, <laughs> and then I went to space. I was sitting back on fucking Pluto looking at you people going, oh, my God, that all that that whole bit is so funny and perfectly well just executed. The 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 uh, genesis of that bit was literally him eating, forgetting that he was eating an edible. And ate a gummy and, bear. And, well, no, no, he ate an entire cookie. Oh my god! He was supposed god. to eat like a quarter of it. Well, it was that like sounds a, familiar. It was like a two hundred. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and so he's like, you know, and it was, and it was like a, it was like a two hundred milligram cookie. It was like really fucking strong. And he just was hungry and ate the whole thing and was like, and then got really high. But the end. That's it. That's where it started. Mm-hmm. But the the way he built it up around it and did this and did that and added some experience. And because he's and going to this, Colorado, it's a perfect. Perfect it's uh, venue. Per- to, it's perfect to, you know. to, to do that. You guys need to knock it off, man. You guys need to pump the brakes or some <laughs> shit. You guys need to chill the on fuck out on your edibles. Yeah. You're sending people to outer space, man. You need to talk to Elon Musk or some shit because you power the fucking space shuttle or some shit. It, the whole thing was funny, but it started off as this one little tiny bit. And, he, and they just and and it, it grew and, into like a it, seven or eight minute little ex- thing or something. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what I've been messing around with. Just maybe someday... We'll get it. We'll we'll get my. I'll get my shit together, and we'll have an open mic night, regular open mic night at uh, at Blackridge. Well, there's now plenty people of little, get up and do little stories that that we all, and I, and I think everybody goes through different different things. They they experience a lot of stuff in their day to day life, but for someone like yourself or me, you, you think about it a little bit differently, and it's funny, and you can make a funny comment about it, and then if it's just the right kind of funny, then you can mm-hmm. expand that. But most people don't think of stuff that way. Just stuff happens and they just kind of let it go. And a lot of things that could be really, really hilarious, these these certain people, and we all know them, just go negative with it. Like this woman did this to me or did that or or a man, whatever, and they get just mad. And I'm going, well, that's kind of funny, actually. It is really funny. And we can turn that into a funny story. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, have a, have a joke time with it. Well, like the, okay, a couple years ago, three years ago, um, I got, oh, it was one of those fucking, the Kingman Orchids and Onions page. I should stay the fuck away from there, but God damn it, sometimes it's just, it's, it's hard to resist. Right. Like that Dave Beck shit bag. Oh, yeah, that guy. That I yeah. keep telling him to chortle. Uh, I, first, the first time I saw him, I, or the uh, that one morning, I'm like, oh, fuck that guy. So I made a comment, and I was like, you should take up a hobby, like chortling my balls. <laughs> <laughs> or like chortling balls, yeah. and then I everywhere I saw him comment all over King Me Daily Liner, the you standard, just, all this. Just, I was like, chortle this. Hey, shouldn't you be chortling right now? You should go to the Chortle Academy, <laughs> and you should do this. Like, just fucking harassed him for like three hours. Well, it's funny because you told me that you're. I know the guy's name, and I know how what kind of comments that he makes. And I think you let me know. He goes, "Yeah, I'm following. I'm I'm doing whatever with Dave Beck and his comments." And then uh, doing this, he said something like, turn my balls, and then you know, it was a long pause, and you said, because I'm a child. That's because I'm a child. <laughs> I am, because I'm a goddamn child, and I don't care. But I thought, good, I'm glad someone's doing that, because the fucker deserves it. He's, yeah, he's a fucking asshole. And, and he's, he's, just, he's a troll for the sake of being a troll. Yeah. He might be one of those people that is paid to yeah. stir up stupid. But, he, he, but the shit not, that he says is so stupid. Yeah, he's not even an interesting provocateur. No, he's really not. He's just a stupid... It's about aviation. Like aviation, could, he made a comment about airports or aviation where they should. Yeah, we should quit shut all. Flying we should quit flying completely because nine eleven sh- or something. And yeah, anytime any, uh, we should have stopped flying immediately after nine eleven. What? 
Shut the fuck up. Right. Now, what what good and is he has, that comment? You know, he I and I told him, I said, You look like the I said, You look like an ape version of Toby from the office. <laughs> I got like eighteen likes or loves and stuff like that. I kept getting notifications because he does. He looks like Toby, like the HR guy, like the sad mm-hmm. sack, but with like a bigger head. Like if Toby was like in Planet of the Apes. Oh, okay. That's what he looks like. And I'm like, oh fucking Typical. I, I made some comment. I'm like, oh, a typical troglodyte from Illinois, and he never comments on any of yeah, that. Yeah, so stuff. that was my other comment too. So that that's what also makes me think a little bit like he may be a paid. Like he'll just go in and drop these turds every now and then, and you go off somewhere else right. for a while. So and he's from Illinois, but it's interesting how people from way out of the state make these stupid inane comments. I don't. I think he is. I think he lives in Arizona now. He just does, either doesn't know how to update his profile. Okay. Or not, because I've seen a bunch. I've scoped out his, his profile. Yeah. So if anybody out there knows who Dave Beck is, I will pay $5 to... <laughs> $5. So if you can get some, me some, maybe up to up to $20. I'll, if you can give ma- me some I'll do juicy. matching funds. Oh, there we go. Up $40 to, right up to there. $40 we will pay. Yeah, we will do it. Absolutely. I would like to have Dave Beck on this podcast. I mm-hmm. challenge you to come in, Mr. Beck. Mm-hmm. You fucking jack off. Because what have you done for... If you live you, close by, what have you done for your community? Yeah, he, all he does is just shit on everything in right. the community. I'm like, you know what? I want to fucking... I just... I. I just want to maybe he's got a daughter like maybe I could just be like hey what's up I'll throw it's, myself on that grenade it, I don't give a fuck it's so easy I mean, it's easy for us to be like sarcastic with humor and kind of a negative spin and be funny about it but it's easy to be a critic and this guy and this uh, this uh, um, uh, creative uh, creative mind thing yeah the like, documentary yeah and the, the person there that uh, that um, oh my god uh, that uh Holy crap! I just had a total brain meltdown. That sucks. Yeah, I have these often. That uh, it's probably all the chemtrails. Microsoft guy, Bill Gates. Thank you. That Bill Gates said this guy was. You a forgot smart... Bill Gates. I, name? I know. That's why I'm going. Oh my god! Did you have a stroke? I'm going through all the. I mean, he was going going deep with uh, the inventors of the semiconductor. I'm going. Oh, all these names are coming flooding at me, and they're you know a Shockley. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those kind of guys. Um, anyhow. So Bill Gates said this guy, whoever this guy is, and you'll see it. It's worth watching. It's only like an hour long or less uh, show. Mm-hmm. So this guy's the most creative or most smartest guy he knows for solving problems. And this guy has a good quote. I'm going to quote him and make a little post. On something, you know, it's far easier to to uh, to criticize. It was more it was harsher than that than to be creative or something. It was better quote than that. But it was like coming from him, from the most powerful people that mm-hmm. is d- solving problems. And it's tr- we all know that's true. You know, it's much easier to sit back and lob negative fucking turds and and critique than it is to actually get up and solve the fucking a problem. Right, any problem. Yeah. So. Which is why you get yourself into trouble all the time, constantly, <laughs> constantly solving problems. No, I backed way off. Trying though, to. Joe. Oh, have you? Yeah. You know that I have. I know you have. I'm trying. You to always still be Batman in my eyes. You're like in, you're like in between. You're like a Batman. You're like Bruce Wayne in between. It's just the off season. Batman right? or in between the the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. Like you're just <laughs> healing up your broken bones. You got a yeah. bad knee. Something's coming up. You just feel something it. big's coming up soon. Something, soon something's brewing. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Good. And then it's gonna and and then and then you're gonna be in Vienna or whatever the fuck it was at the end of oh. Dark Knight Rises yeah. with Anne Hathaway. Fuck. Anne Hathaway. I'd rather. I mean, I could hang out in Detroit with Anne Hathaway and be happy. Oh, that's yeah. not nice. I you know. I got called out for talking shit about Detroit a while back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got called out in a roundabout way. I wasn't even called out. It was I was mentioned in front of me to someone else. 
Oh. It was, yeah, it was terrible. Janelle said something. Uh, you know, she's from Michigan, Dan's from Michigan. Mm. And people shit on Detroit constantly all the time because it is, it used to be a, a shining beacon of industry. And sure. now it's kind of a, it's kind of, it turned into a shithole. Things change, things Thing, evolve. Things, but that's a terrible, terrible way to evolve. That's, yes, that, it is. it's, and it's unfortunate. There's a lot of people that just got fucked over by like three companies that left. Right. So anyway, and but their business models change. I'm not defending them at all. But go ahead. I'll add on to what you're saying. So uh, Jeremiah goes to a music festival in Detroit um, every yeah. single year. Yeah. Every every it's a Memorial Day. I think this is the first year in like one. nine years that he's missed that he's going to miss. Oh, um, and it's yeah, it's a Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, they they bring in probably fifty sixty thousand people, but it's like it's it's very it. It's not esoteric. It's just like it's it, people that want to watch turntablists spin actual vinyl records. Mm-hmm. It's a big. It's like a big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he he said uh, he's like I've been going to to Detroit at least once a year for like ten years, and there it's been like yeah, it's run down and and whatnot. But there's like they're coming back, and there there's a whole group of people there. There's several thousand people there that are hell bent on making Detroit better. And they're working on it. And I love to see that. When I go to Detroit, it's like my favorite music festival to go to. It's not the biggest. And it's not always the best. But it's my favorite because of the people. Mm-hmm. And so Janelle is like, you know, you're like the only person that says anything good about uh, Detroit. And I really appreciate that. As someone who grew up seeing that decline mm-hmm. throughout the 80s and 90s and seeing the decline of, of Detroit and the whole that whole metro area, mm-hmm. it's really nice to hear somebody not say horrible shit about it. And then she looked at me and I'm like, fuck. Like a dick, well, because she. But there, but there's some shitty things there, you know. Sure, but but there's shitty things everywhere, and I use, <laughs> bless you. Excuse I me. usually couple the Detroit comments with "Let's talk about Dayton," who was known as the Detroit right. of Ohio, and it's always been like that. The um, it's not like in the past thirty years. It's we, always we talked a little bit about some local people here upset how things are changing, and came in because they want to stay the same, and because it was retirement community and. We had this long, protracted conversation about that. But there are people that have also been here all their lives who know that it's it's gone up and down, but it's, you know, with downtown getting so much better and people really caring and stepping up and trying to make things because there's no real industry here or there's no, it's not enough to keep a lot of kids interested that aren't going to go to college. You're going to get, got to get the fuck out of Kingman or not come back to it. And it is slowly getting, in my opinion, better. And I've been here about 10 years. So, and I'm one of those newer people that came in but at least my employees make de- decent money in a in a in a industry that has a future. Ab- absolutely, that is the future. Right. So yeah. so there's that. But um, so there's a lot of comments on Facebook about yeah, well, Kingman sucks because of this. People were defending it and coming in, and people didn't want to get any different. And it was growing up this way. And I don't like some some people comment about the newer funky art downtown, for example. Oh, great. They don't like that. I'm going. Oh, good. Um, but you know, things do evolve. You know, things do change. I said every town I've gone back to where I've lived at has has changed, and it's happened to be in these hotter areas that are growing. Streets are wider, bigger office buildings, more congestion. I get it, but I don't really get online and make shitty comments about where I used to live. But I said on the other side of this, so my comments, I said there are a lot of areas in this country, in cities, in, in areas that turned have turned into shithole ghost towns in a horrible way. That have yeah. become beyond depressed, where bankruptcy is the common thing, and people commit suicide over their businesses to where it's horrible. Now that's an other option too, you know, to to not have any growth and be on the negative end of that, where oh, our town's even quieter now than it was. 
you know, because it's it's gone in economic hell. Well, if you're a retired person, yeah, let's say you're on fixed income, doesn't really bother you. No, you know, but it, it, everybody else, it's ruined maybe, or a lot of people and, are ruined. And I, and I don't mean to pile on or shit on the retired folks because they're kind of what put Kingman on the map. Sure, for like twenty five years or so, thirty years, but the times are changing. Yeah, and I I I feel for those folks because they moved here thinking that it was going to be cheap. Mm-hmm. And that it was going to stay that way. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not. As those, uh, it's it, it. It makes perfect sense when you just go. How does it? How do you go from a retirement town to a non-retirement town? How does that happen? Well, people retire there and they're like, wow, it's really cheap. There's only ten thousand people live here, and it's super cheap. Land's cheap. Everything's. I have a brand new house. House payments half of what I paid for, and bum fuck mm-hmm. wherever Illinois or whatever you're from. And then kids come to visit. Grandkids come to visit wow, we like it here. We need to take care of grandma and grandpa. We need to take care of mom and dad. Then they move here. Then they decide, hey, this is a nice town. Let's do this. Well, now the old folks are dying off. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are still left behind that retired here, say, 15 years ago, are like, this is so, it's way too expensive here. We can't afford to live here and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I feel for you. But you're not going to be around that much longer. And well, we're not going to stall growth just because you want to keep it a certain way. There there are some people I guess that are renting that could affect but if you were if you were one of these older people that that it was a cost of living was low and that's where you came here and you bought a place, then that money's not gonna change. That, that shouldn't change. However going to go up is food. Other things go up. And, yeah. And the sewer went way up obviously. That's yeah, a it topic did. for this uh, well, I mean that went up that's a lot for for people on fixed incomes. Fifty bucks, a fifty dollar increase is a lot. Right. Because that's how much mine increased. Mm-hmm. As I've told you this before, I've talked about this before, it was me, my girlfriend, my kid, and her kid living at our house. I never had a water bill over $50. Mm-hmm. Then they tacked on that, and, and I'm not going to... Under, I understand why it wasn't the city that had to do... It was the, anticipated the, growth, and the feds was, came and in. The feds, the feds said, you have to do feds? this. It was the feds. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was... A, if, ooh, it might have been ADEQ. It might have been at the years. Either way, it was either state or federal level. And they came in and said, listen, your anticipated growth by 2020 is going to be over 80,000 people. And your sewer processing capacity and your, ain't cutting is it. not cutting it. And you're going to have an ecological problem. So what you'll need to do is do this. And you have to do this by this time. Well, we didn't have enough money to do that. But they were doing projected. Mm-hmm. It was going to have this whole tax base. It was going to, or the user base, not tax base, but this mm-hmm. user base. That will will pass along to the users. We'll, it will contribute, and more people will be we, paying into it, and it would be cheaper because yeah. you have more people paying into it. Well, then 2008 happened, and they'd already built it. And they'd now, already built it. Yeah, it was but, built yeah. in 2007, I think, 2006, 2007, something like that, mm-hmm. and finished. But the, here's the, the bitch of it was, it wasn't completed until after the housing market crashed, mm-hmm. and people stopped coming here. Or they st- they trickled in instead right. of flooding in. Mm-hmm. There were all those houses that were built from about 2006 or about 2008 to 2010 that are still vacant. There's like 40, 50 of them that are still vacant in this town that mm-hmm. just, they're 10 years old, but nobody's ever lived in them because there's nobody moves here to buy them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, they tacked on that bill here on, on or tacked on that, that extra fee to pay for, you know, the sewer mm-hmm. treatment. Which, and you're like, which Jesus is kind of Christ, yeah. $50 increase in your bills. Yeah. Just that right. for, for a fixed income family. I get it. However, I'm sorry. Like that's things grow. Mm-hmm. Things change. Fucking move on. Right. Like don't stop. Cling- what did you, what was it? Clingmanites. 
Oh yes, the because uh, they live in Klingman because they're clinging on, clinging on to the past the or clinging on to the way it was, and we want it to stay yeah. the way it was. Well, it's not going to. Right. That's a. In most places, almost every place doesn't. Right. It just doesn't, and people are, you can it's back in the good old days and this and that. And you, good old days for whom? Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Who? <laughs> Probably back in the fifties, there were a lot of groups of people that didn't really care for the way the things were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know I mean, so. Yeah, just it, it, eh, whatever. People look for a reason to complain, even us. Yeah, we we certainly because we want well more indifferent. And I'm a business owner here, but my local activity in this community doesn't make my money go up or down at all because I've got my customers are not from here. So right, it makes zero difference uh, for me. So I'm a little bit unique. You are in a yeah. unique position to be able to do the things that you've done as far as doing good works for the community and whatnot right. and the fights that you've been able to take up because like nobody's going to do anything. They're not going to, nobody's going to boycott your business that's local because you don't have any local customers anyway. Right. You don't have anybody who's going to be like, Paul Gaines is a fucking asshole and we should not go to his business. Well, you, awesome. you, sir, do it one. Thank you for not coming to his business because he doesn't want you here either. And two, you, sir, do not own a composite aircraft. Right. You don't own a composite anything. You cannot spell composite. Yeah, so go ahead and try to reach out yeah. to my customers also or the different people. And, and just, they'll be and like. Try to badmouth me in front of them and see how that works. Right. But what I really like is that when you'll when you you'll fire back in comments like, really, what have you done? What have you done to make this community better? And usually shuts people right the fuck up. Oh, yeah. It, it it really really does yep. because people want to bitch about it but they don't want to do anything about it yep. myself included sometimes like I I get I get it you have um, to at, at, it, and I, I do too because it's it is difficult to it's so easy with social media now to complain or to praise it's easy to do that which I think it satisfies part of your brain that says wow I complained therefore I did something because they went on they were able to they knew that hundreds of people saw it because they have hundreds of friends on Facebook or thousands or whatever. And they got a bunch of shares. They go, oh, look what I did. But in reality, it's not doing shit. It's really not doing anything. And you're part of you're more you're creating more problems because before before you posted that or made that comment, nobody gave a shit about what you thought. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nobody cares. But then you post that out there, you make other people, you take up other people's time. Mm -hmm. and you're taking taking up space in their brain. That's your fault. Mm -hmm. That prevents them from doing things. So now, not only are you a shitbag, but you're making other people into shitbags, little shitbag children. Which is why a lot of people take breaks from Facebook sometimes, and I don't oh, blame them. God, yeah. That's why I rarely use Facebook for anything other than fucking with people who need to be fucked with. Right. Or like that dumbass shit that I... What did I put up there today about Jesus? It was... Uh, oh, oh, no, no. It wasn't Jesus. It was... Uh, it was... Don't act... It was... It's, <laughs> Don't uh don't pretend to like Christian music. Oh, don't pre pretend to like Christian rock is. if you if, if you don't even know who this artist is. And it's David Koresh mm -hmm. with a guitar, and I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. I need to share that. That's what I do on that's what I do on social media and right. keep up with fucking current events. Um, that's about it. Before we sign off, let's talk real quick. Cause it's going to be it's Tuesday at midnight when this thing drops. Yep. No, it's hello people. Wednesday at midnight. Oh, what? Wednesday. Midnight starts the new day. Oh. That's why it's zero, 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 zero o'clock. I'm sorry. Yes. So it's Wednesday. Sorry. When we transition from Tuesday to Wednesday, that's when this episode is dropping. Yes. So come to uh, Pub Quiz. Black Ridge Brewery. And meet 7 Joe's mom. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I can't believe you. I'm going to fucking honk, honk. I'm going to honk that out. <laughs> 
<laughs> nah, it's cool. You guys come and hang out and be like, hey, what's up, Joe's mom? Thanks. Yeah. Like, for what? For fucking, fucking him all for, up. So for he's pooping, funny. pooping Joe out. For pooping Joe. Thanks for pooping Joe out. <laughs> I have a, this feeling that Mike still had that T-shirt made. He, he might I have. have this. Like, I have this feeling like he was. <laughs> so here's the thing. We're supposed to pick her up. You and Mike. We were supposed to pick her up on, uh, you know, Tuesday, which okay. would now, when you people hear this, would be yesterday. Uh, but now my mom says, <laughs> fucking, I have to tell this story now, even though. Because I'm coming in a day I, early. Yeah, she decided to come, excuse me, she, she had come, decided to come a day early because she was going to do the buddy pass thing where, you know, she's got, she just kind of sit and wait and stand by. And then if there's an extra seat on the flight, you catch it. Which is awful sometimes. Well, didn't you say you've never had to wait for a flight? Could, but I'm a little bit. My my status is a little bit higher than just the regular buddy pass stuff. So the regular the, the this buddy pass is this woman has forty years with American Airlines or something like that. Okay, so that, that so she's a, she's a due to retire like next year. And every company is different. Okay, but, but she's a friend of hers where I was actually a family. Right. So that that was that was uh, all the people that are still flying for the airline are first. So she know, got and then I'm somewhere in the middle. And then all the rest of them are below. She me. gets second priority behind family. Okay. That's or not behind family. She gets second priority behind the the lady who actually works for American Airlines. So, so my mom and this woman's like daughter, son, they all are equal on that. So they're second. Mm -hmm. So if you're if you actually work for the airline, you get first, and then the and then it goes to their tier. That's how that that's mm -hmm. how American Airlines does it. But my mom was like, didn't find out she had to pay the different taxes and fees and whatnot, and it came up to almost three hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, she can get an, and that was. Going to Dayton, so so here's the the, the rub, and it's she not a guaranteed seat. It's not a guaranteed seat, yeah, right. So that's what's the thing. There's no nonstop flights out of Dayton, which is like real close to her house, like literally like a ten minute drive, wow, to the airport. Yeah, because it's like North Dayton, which mm -hmm. is essentially where Troy is. So she, um, it's not even in Dayton; it's in Vandalia. If that even makes a difference to you, nope. Uh, so anyway, your story has become she, tiresome. Your story has become tiresome. <laughs> Should I to touch my monkey? <laughs> Anyway, she was going to fly from Dayton to Dallas and then wait around in Dallas and see if she can make it on. I'm like, that. this is such... You can't plan anything. Right. Which right. drives my mom and I crazy. We're both... We're very similar. We're very different. Mm -hmm. But in that case, we're incredibly similar. We like to have a plan. So she just said, fuck it, and bought a Spirit Airlines nonstop ticket. Oh, good. Yeah, so she's... For how much? It was for like... fucking $225. So it was less. It was less. And... Because because she was gonna because she was the buddy pass thing and mm -hmm. she was gonna do carry on she wasn't gonna do a checked bag mm -hmm. she, now she has a checked bag so she right. can carry forty pounds. God, that's round trip two hundred how much? Yeah, it's like two hundred twenty five dollars. God, that's so fucking cheap. It is really cheap, but the people don't like the those discount airlines that bitch about them constantly. So much so that like the last I flew on Spirit uh, when I back in December when I went back to Ohio mm -hmm. on my on my trip back. Sitting there, like you know, I paid for the upgraded, like a first class type of mm -hmm. seat, and because uh, it was only like forty bucks or something, like I can, sure. I, I will pay an extra forty dollars to be really comfortable for a four yeah, hour for flight. several hours for yeah, a four hour. It's like four hours and fifteen minutes or something. E definitely, it's an easy thing. Yeah. So decision. I, it's a, it's an easy decision if you have yeah. the money, then then you do it. And I did have the money, so. Uh, yeah, like they sit down. They're like, "All right, uh, for those of you who have never flown Spirit Air, or for those of you who said you would never fly Spirit Airlines again, welcome back." <laughs> and I turn uh, around and look, and there's people chuckling, and then there's like some lady who's just giving her husband a dirty look. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. "You guys fucking said that, didn't you? Now yeah. you can't afford to, you fucking dicks." 
<laughs> it's uh it's kind of like it reminds me of this uh meme that was a tweet that i saw from some dude and he's like y'all want to shit on taco bell and eat chipotle now that you've got more than three dollars in your bank account but where was chipotle when you only had five dollars to spend on food for three days and taco bell fed your ass fucking remember your roots <laughs> now i hate taco bell and i always have but right. i i understand that and that's the spirit airlines people yeah that should be their motto yeah. or credo or something but yeah now, now she's flying out but over the course of a week, she went back and forth, back and forth on what day she was going to get here, what day she was going to leave, what time she's going to be in, all this other shit. But everything revolved around Tuesday, 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 Tuesday. And I'm like, okay, well, now she's coming in tomorrow, Monday. She's coming Earth in Monday. Day. Like, fucking, God damn it. Yeah, I should give her shit about it. Like, Earth Day. Yeah, you're flying on Earth Day. Burn a bunch of hydrocarbons on Earth Day. Way to go, Mom. It's fucking terrible. Shout out to Rob Chilcote, who thought Earth Day was on 420. <laughs> I was he, like, he must have what? been high. He must have been high. That's what I'm thinking. He was high as shit. He's at a medical cannabis with a cane. Yeah. I, I told he him, stores it I, in the cane. Stores it. It's like a big pipe. It's like a big Pez dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I stole his cane one. Like he made a I walk into the wine bar a few weeks ago and I was like, Hey Rob, and he's like, Oh, Joe, you got a smart ass quip for me today? And I'm like, Nope. Walked right over, grabbed his cane, and set it outside. <laughs> it's like he's like, Oh, I shouldn't have said anything. No, you shouldn't have, Cripple. <laughs> don't don't fuck with me, man. That's funny. I'll force him to watch cripple porn. Okay, so is there anything else coming happening this week? So we got the pub quiz. Is there any any live music at Blackbridge? My birthday Friday? is on Friday. Yeah, we know that. Friday the twenty sixth. I don't like to make a big deal out of it, but I'm making a big be deal 43, out of it. 47 actually this year. I am Ooh, not forty seven. You're be, on the way to fifty. I, I will be thirty eight. Okay. I'm on the way to forty. Achtunddreißig. Mm. as the Nazis say. More than the Nazis, Joe. More than the Nazis. Fascists. Yeah. Fascists speak don't, German. Don't undersell the Nazis. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you want to go down that road, do you? Eh? No, we go down all the time. No, I know. The, the Nazis did some... Go down the Autobahn they they all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. The Nazis didn't do good things. They contributed to science in a positive way. That's that's the best way to put that, I think. Because people are like, well, the Nazis did a bunch of good stuff. Yeah, no, they uh, didn't. It's they did a, a way lot to, of evil shit, but they pushed science forward. They talked a lot about Nazi, not a lot, but in the uh, Black Klansman. You need to watch that movie. It's I not, need to watch that movie. There's yeah. a lot of things you keep telling me I have to watch. Yeah, so, well, like the government. That, and there's the, uh, that, that, uh, well, not this movie, but you have I need. I've never Net, seen 42. 42, uh, and then uh, The Creative Mind on Netflix. And then that, no, let's have, get the fuck okay, out of here. Okay, let's get the fuck out of here. Thank you, folks. Yeah, do something nice for yourself and for your community. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? No, that's great. That should be our ending tagline. Say that again. Okay. Do something nice for yourself and for your community. Thank you, folks. 